Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the morning to you and yours. We're back in the saddle on this August 26, 2021. Ah, you are so not a morning person. Ah, you better not say that. I am a morning person. Okay, that's weird. Why are you here? I am here because I am paid to be here. I'm a superhero. You're not. Well, I don't know. I beg to differ on that one. I will definitely argue about that. It is 6.07 on the Get Up and Go Show. Mr. Clock, what time is it, please? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. We're back in the saddle after a day off yesterday, and we are here better than ever, and we are going. I think we broke the sound barrier, Bonnie. I think so. I, th- I think we blew right past that last streetcar, yeah, I swear. definitely so. And driving through the raindrops, too, this morning, it, we had some serious rain throughout the night, right? You know, I woke up this morning, and I'm in my office getting all my stuff ready um and all of a sudden i hear like torrential downpour and i'm like what the heck's going on i look outside and the heavens opened up what time were you hearing that downpour evan um i want to say it was exactly at 407 and 35 seconds 407 this morning Mm, 35 seconds in you know that's weird because i didn't hear a thing i didn't hear a whole raindrop throughout the night Mm -hmm. it's in it the weird thing is i didn't sleep very well either last Mm -hmm. night it Mm -hmm. was one of those rare nights where i have to get out of my own bed Mm -hmm. and go sleep in another location to get to sleep that bad, huh? Did you ever have that? No, I can, because I can't sleep in another bed. I See, my bed, it, it's like molded for my body. So because I sleep on the one side all the time, it has like a permanent indentation <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> you put your mark on it so you're, yeah, pretty you're much the like most a, comfortable sleeping there. Yeah, it, exactly. It's, so it's it's like I just – I. When I when I go out of town and I go to sleep in a hotel, forget it. It's the worst. I just don't sleep. Oh, I can sleep like a baby in a motel room, no. especially with a hotel that has the really divine, um, nice, uh, clean sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, the sh- and the and the pillows mm-hmm. that are just oh so. You know, they're just like perfect head sinking into that feathery kind. Hate of Hate those pillow. pillows. I, my pillows have to be stacked like as high as the Empire State Building. I sleep on two. Very large body pillows at home. Really? Yes, yeah. and then I have a pillow behind me and a pillow in front of me. So it's like a like a horseshoe. I'm like in a this horseshoe type of thing. Do you sleep on Rachel's pillows? Well, no, but I, I hog the bed, though. <laughs> she literally complains all the time that I need to move over because I, I, I only give her like that much room from falling off the bed. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I can't sleep on my side of the bed all the way at the edge. I don't know what it is. But she says that I constantly am moving over and moving over to the point where she, like, has to kick me every now so and then. So she's the one in the relationship who has to go to another room to sleep once in a while. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes that does happen. But, yeah, hardly any sleep during the night, and I'm surprised I didn't hear any rain falling. I didn't hear mm-hmm. a thing with it raining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the news with the meteorologist saying, wow, we got soaked. And then I got outside and I heard the uh, the tree frogs and all the frogs. Oh, I hate that sound when I get up in the morning. I love that sound. I hate that sound because when I open my garage door after it's yeah. rained all night, I never know what's going to jump on me. <laughs> and, and then when I open my car door, yeah. it's like I'll see one on the window. 
that's of funny. my car door, a tree frog. That's funny. And I won't go near my car door at all. I'll get like a stick uh-huh. and I'll, I'll like tap it so it'll jump away. Yeah. And I got to make sure the stick is long enough because them bad boys, they could jump like 10 feet in one shot. It's funny that you are afraid of frogs. And then oh, yeah. um, Mike, that used to be the morning person here. He was afraid mm-hmm. of birds. Yeah. I guess any kind of birds. And my big fear is um, not frogs or birds, but bats. Mm-hmm. And when I ran Saturday morning, I must have gotten out during just when right before the sun was coming up, but mm-hmm. you could see sort of a clear sky. Right. I don't know. Right in my uh, general area, there were three or four bats, and they were flying really low. So I, wow. I was really Spooky, huh? creeped out. Yeah. I wow. mean, I don't think they can. Bats can't see, I don't think. I think they just have like a radar or something. Well, they got they eyeballs. Can... They got to be able to see where they're flying. But when they say blind as a bat, um, That's I, I think they really are blind, <laughs> okay. actually. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You know, I have to look it up. You know what? I have the perfect place for you to look that up. It's called Google. Okay. <laughs> And ask Google, are bats blind? Are bats really blind? Are bats really blind? <laughs> Tell me what you come up with. Okay, I'm curious. Let's, let's see if it I is wanna know. a myth. Inquiring or... minds want to know. Is it a myth or is it true? Yep, true or false. And uh, no, bats are not blind. There you go. Bats have small eyes with very sensitive vision, which helps them see in conditions we might consider pitch black. They don't have the sharp and colorful vision humans have, but they don't need that. Think of bat vision as similar to a dark adapted mister, whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> a dark adapted mister. All right. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Blind as a bat is just a saying. So they're not really blind. Maybe no. they just can't see as well as us. I, I guess. But I've never been a bat before. I, I wonder so. if a bat needs glasses. Who knows? Anything's <laughs> possible. So I did a thing yesterday, Bonnie. Yeah? Did something I've never, ever done before in my entire life. I took myself to breakfast. That's not a thing is what I'm talking about. I went to the Cracker Barrel oh. yesterday up the road from here. Did you a couple buy miles. things? Okay, no, oh. but I was I was very depressed when I walked in. Yeah? The reason I was depressed after I walked in was they had Christmas stuff up already. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just not right. We oh. haven't even gotten to Halloween yet or Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. and Cracker Barrel's got Christmas things up already. Oh, my gosh, that surprises me. Now, yes. Yeah. Now, I've seen the... Halloween things up yeah. all over the stores, but mm-hmm. not Christmas yet. But yeah. the Cracker Barrel, they're kind of getting into it. They got Christmas stuff up, but that's not what I'm I'm c- talking about, though. That's not what I'm complaining or going to tell you the story about. I get in there, and I sit down, and I order my breakfast. I order the Sunrise Sampler, which consists of a couple of scrambled eggs, Hash brown casserole. Oh, I, I got to try that casserole because everybody the, everybody raves about it. Candied apples, ham, oh, man. bacon, <gasps> grits, oh, what a good and feast. sourdough toast. I can just smell it, too. I can smell that breakfast cooking. Sourdough toast was in place of the biscuits and gravy. Oh, and a boy. large glass of ice-cold milk to boot. Right. Now, where I was sat, I was sat in a corner which is fine by me because I was not near anybody. And I had a whole view of the restaurant. Now, sitting directly in front of me, four tables, was two gentlemen having a conversation. And then Gary Busey walked in. No. <laughs> okay. okay. Then to the left of me was an elderly lady having breakfast by herself. Yeah. Then kind of 
diagonal to the left of me was another couple, man and a woman, and then a lady and her child were having breakfast. Very nice. Very nice. They're enjoying themselves. And I called the waitress over and I said, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I said, I want you to give me the bill for that couple, that couple, that couple, and that couple. You paid uh, four or five couples' bills? I bought the restaurant breakfast. Really, Evan? I did. Wow. I paid for the the restaurant, whoever was in there, I paid for their breakfast. That's a pay-it-forward story that should have gone viral. Well, not really, because I, I had a moment, and God talked to me. And he told me to do this. He said, you need to do this. So I did it. And when I left, I put a post about it on my Facebook page. And I put it on another page that I'm an admin for. And, you know, I'll have to tell you, after doing that, the feeling inside was like, wow. Ah, Uh, It was like, um, I I don't know. It was like something was lifted off of me. It was like, it just felt really, it made me feel, I I can't even explain it. It's very hard to explain. But you know what? You you should try that if you're listening out there. You should try that sometime. You know, and I've seen people where they go through the drive-thru and they will pay for the person's food behind right them behind them yeah. and then that person will pay for the food behind them and eventually <laughs> yeah. somehow some way the chain will get broken because somebody just doesn't want to for whatever reason but i'm telling you go into a restaurant sometime and and it's it's very um rewarding to do that and i said to the waitress please don't tell these people that i did this so did any of them find out was there a leak you think no because i said you can inform them that their breakfast was paid for by someone else, but please do it after I walk out the door. But maybe they saw you and thought, well, maybe his breakfast was paid for too, and no. they didn't know you were the person paying. Don't know. No, yeah. Nobody will know the actual honest-to-God truth, but that's just the way it all went down yesterday. What kind of bill was it? <laughs> um, it was over 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was over a hundred bucks. Plus, for plus four, the tip. For four or five people. That's well, pretty, it was more than four or five people. It was two, good. four, six. It was like eight, and I'm one is nine. Yeah. So it was nine people. So it was it was over a hundred bucks plus tip. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, how much breakfast could two people eat? But then again, they may be hungry. Yeah. But it was kind of <laughs> funny to watch the waitress walk up to these two guys that were sitting there. Their bill was already on the table, so she had to go and get the bill mm-hmm. and think of a reason why. She had to get the bill. So she I heard her what she said. And she walked up to him. She goes, excuse me, I need to get your bill. Um, I have to correct something that's on it that's incorrect. Oh. So she took it, walked to the back, and then gave it to another waitress to bring over to me so it wouldn't look obvious. Oh, right. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was secretly done. Yeah. So they, <laughs> she brings me all these, like, I've got, like, five bills in front of me, and I just oh, went, I went to the front discreetly. And the lady at the front counter looks at me like, why has this guy got five different bills? She's like, and she says to me, she goes, why do you have all these? I'm like, because I'm buying all these people's breakfast. And then did you go inside the store and buy them some Cracker Barrel gifts? No, no. no I didn't. <laughs> you weren't no. feeling that generous. No, no. Well, I mean, I would have. <laughs> buy a little pancake mix. But and... I will say this much. The waitress that waited on me when I told her what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. she started to cry. She got very emotional. Whoa. 
Yeah, she got really emotional. She got very taken back by it. Yeah. It really caught her. And she goes, wow. She goes, the world needs to have more nice people. And I'm like, yeah, the world does need to have more nice people because there's way too much meanness in this world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that doesn't happen every day. No. I think uh, that was a great pay it forward that you did. Oh, And I think there was one other story, too, out of uh, northern Florida, Uh might have been, Uh where... Uh, somebody went to eat in the restaurant and left the whole staff a $10,000 tip. I saw that. To just the other now, day. No, I can't afford a $10,000 tip. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that I can't do, but I'll buy random people breakfast. But, yeah, what you did, I mean, that that can be like a very big bill. For... It was just kind of really cool, you know? I mean, it was it was cool to do. It just... Just it made you feel good. It made yeah. you feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, now I got to do something good for something, someone today. Just go, just go somewhere and eat, and just buy somebody's breakfast. Buy some people's, or you know, go to a fast somebody, food. Oh, maybe pay an old lady's groceries. That yeah. would be a wonderful. Well, it thing. doesn't necessarily have to even be an old lady. It could just be somebody's groceries. Somebody, you know, somebody yeah. not not somebody that's got an, an awful lot. Um, because, I mean, I don't know your financial situation, but it just could be somebody yeah. that, you know, maybe in, in a, in a uh, uh, speed line or, or, you know, whatever you want to do. Pay I mean, somebody's that's, that's, toll. Yeah. I'm always on the turnpike yeah. <laughs> paying my toll. You know, I mean, that's a great <laughs> idea to go go to a grocery store and pick up a few things. And um, as the person's in front of you, you can see what they're buying. As they go to slide their card, you can just say, wait a minute, don't slide your card. Let me slide my card. Right. Uh, you know, just another, like, like yeah, that. I'll slide mine for you. And another thing might be the BOGOs. You know, mm-hmm. like when you get, like when it's bread, like buy one, get one free bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe the uh, King's Hawaiian's buns, like I saw the other day. Sometimes, oh, those are great. Sometimes I want to pick up on them, but I'm thinking, oh, me and Gary will never eat all that bread mm-hmm. before it goes to waste. Freezer. And then, freezer. Freezer. Or mm-hmm. you can maybe um, think of somebody who might enjoy the bread to drop it off to. Mm-hmm. I've thought about that a time Oh, or there's two. Michelle. Michelle's on uh, Facebook this morning. And uh, that's okay. who gave you that little care package. Thanks, Michelle. This is great. Yeah. I mean, I, I came in here and told Evan, who brought me this? He said, my friend Michelle. Mm-hmm. And everything in this bag here we mm-hmm. can use. Mm-hmm. This great mug. I got yeah. a, a great notebook, magnets for the refrigerator. You pens, got all sorts of goodies, and it's it's things we use. Yeah. Um. Really, thank you so much. You know what my wife was most impressed with in her little care package that Michelle gave her? Pens. These damn right. Pens. <laughs> damn pens. I'm telling you, the first thing she said when I gave her the plastic bag, right. she says, "Is there pens in there?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, there sure are pens in there." And she dumped it out, and sure enough, the first thing she went for were the damn pens. <laughs> telling you. So- she loved all them damn Added pens. Added some more pens to her drawer. Yes, for sure, <laughs> without a doubt. But M- Michelle is a, a deputy sheriff with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, and she has a, a canine, yeah. but it's a, a therapy dog. Oh, man. Um, oh, that is sweet. used to comfort people. Yeah. The sweetest little thing. Oh, sweetest little thing. I would like to pet that little dog. And it's just, it, it just so lovable. And Michelle actually met my dog. Remember, my dog doesn't like anybody? Yeah. Well, she says to me, she goes, you're going to bring Kai out? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, what if she bites me? I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> it's exactly did Kaya, what I did said. Kaya like no, Michelle? yeah, Kaya. She like kind of lunged at her at first and growled, and I I gave Kaya like a semi command, like it was okay. And Michelle met Kaya, and and she actually pet Kaya, and Kaya warmed up to her. Oh. So that was like kind of like a big shocker. Wonderful. As far as that one. <laughs>
It is 622. It is news time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. Let's head over to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A state education leader, a doctor who downplays many COVID-19 precautions, and a couple of parents were among those testifying Wednesday in support of Governor Ron DeSantis's ban on mandatory school mask policies, now defied by 10 Florida counties which have enacted them. A three-day trial before Leon County Circuit Judge John Cooper that stems from a lawsuit challenging DeSantis's order banning mandatory school masks was near its in, nearing its conclusion. Parents from a half dozen Florida counties suing the governor say his ban violates the state constitution, which not only requires a safe public school system, but also gives school boards the power to operate control and supervise schools within their districts. The lawsuit by parents from Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, Hillsborough, Pinellas, and Alachua counties argues that DeSantis wrongfully assumes that state authorities can better determine the local health risks and educational needs of students and teachers. More than a year after two and a half feet of rain flooded them out of their homes, eight of ten homeowners appear ready to take buyouts from Martin County in Hope Sound. Appraisals of the non-historic homes recently were completed by an outside contractor, paving the way for the homeowners finally to move out amid a drawn-out process tied to state and federal funding. The flood-prone homes soon will be purchased by the county once the State Division of Emergency Management finishes review of the appraisals in three to four weeks, said Jim Gorton county public works director the county will demolish the homes and turn the lots into dry retention areas they're going to make the lot about six to twelve inches lower than the edge of pavement gorton explained we have 90 days from the date of closing to demo the homes via the contract that we have with the federal emergency management agency the state and federal agencies will reimburse the county more than three million to purchase the 10 homes almost another nine hundred thousand has been budgeted for three historic homes, but the county is still waiting for approval to start appraisals for them. Delta Airlines will charge employees on the company health plan $200 a month if they fail to get vaccinated against COVID-19, a policy the airline's top executive says is necessary because the average hospital stay for the virus cost the airline $50,000. CEO Ed Bastian said that all employees who have been hospitalized for the virus in recent weeks were not fully vaccinated. The airline said Wednesday that on September 30, it also will stop extending pay protection to unvaccinated workers who contract COVID-19 and will require unvaccinated workers to be tested weekly beginning September 12, although Delta will cover the cost. Employees will have to wear masks in all indoor company settings. And lastly, The former Indian River Correctional Institution west of Vero Beach provided an eerie backdrop this week as longtime crime-busting TV icon and local celebrity John Walsh 
filmed an episode of In Pursuit with John Walsh, which returned for a third season August 18 on the Investigation Discovery Channel. Walsh, age 75, who hosts the crime-fighting show with his son Callahan Walsh, showcases unsolved cases from around the country and urges the public to get involved finding missing children and catching fugitives. During a break in filming, Walsh called the prison site that closed in 2012 a great location to use as the set for an upcoming episode of In Pursuit. One day after resigning with the Seattle Seahawks, veteran tight end Luke Wilson says he is walking away from football. In a statement posted Wednesday on Twitter, the 31-year-old Wilson wrote that he spent days in the hospital during this offseason with a severe pericardial effusion, which is a buildup of extra fluid in the space around the heart. The Seahawks released Wilson on Wednesday, leaving them with an opening on their 80-man roster. Newstime 627 will have weather and traffic together next. host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Six twenty-eight on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, Evan, we're not finding any uh, traffic accidents happening here during these early Thursday morning hours. US-1 is looking fine and major highways nice and clear right here at the moment. Just look for, you know, the rain showers on your way to work. Uh, there's your latest look at traffic. 79 in Stewart and in Horsens, Denmark. This morning, it's 58. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s, scattered showers and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. 
I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. It is 631 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It is the, let me think here, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's the Wednesday morning edition. Let's do some viral videos. Okay, Bonnie, so I saw this one this morning, and I thought of you because it pertains to cats. Okay, let me turn your mic on there. There we go. Go ahead. Hold on. You hit your switch off on your microphone again. You turned your switch off. Turned yourself off. There you go. There's that little switchy switchy thing. You You know, it's funny you have a cat story because later today we are taking care of like three or four cats. Are you? Are coming to our home for about four or five hours. Oh, wow. While our good friend has to get the cats out of his home. Really? How come? Four or five hours, I'm going to have some foster cats. All right. That'll work. Well, you know, people really love their cats. Yes. They do. (laughs) Um, And why else would a cat video not go viral? So here's a video that went viral of a guy demonstrating the proper way to hold a cat. And the key is to support its butt. Oh, I like this because it really makes me kind of upset when I see people holding mm-hmm. a cat in an improper way. Mm-hmm. So, Bonnie, I'm going to have you dissect this video as I play it. And then I want to get all your thoughts on this video okay here we go this is how you're gonna hold your cat so they're not all squiggly squiggly is a technical term here we go when holding a cat you always want to support their butt never hold a cat without supporting their backside some kitties will let you cradle them like a baby notice that i'm still supporting their backside some cats like to nuzzle your chin and sniff your mouth Notice I'm using my elbow to cradle his backside. Then there's the football hold. The football hold. Just like you're running with a football. And now I've got his backside pinched with my elbow Cat face forward. The key to carrying a cat is to make sure the cat is comfortable and well supported so their body isn't dangling. That's when they get all squiggly. 
And All right. So what are your yeah, thoughts on that? Well, he's perfect, and what a, what a perfect cat man right there. But, yes, mm-hmm. when they do get all squiggly, you know, there's the moment where you get a little uh, scratch up by your eye mm-hmm. or a little scratch on your arm when they mm-hmm. get squiggly. And, yeah, you do want to hold them right. And- I did notice in that video, though, when he showed you how not to hold the cat, I noticed right away the cat's back legs started to go like, this yeah they started like it was to, like it he was, was like, running it wanting felt to like run. it was like falling or something mm-hmm. we're supporting the buttocks area it gives it a sense of stability yes right yeah okay. they're like cradled you know mm-hmm. just like like you would hold a baby right not you know you wouldn't you wouldn't i don't think you'd want to grab your baby mm-hmm. uh round his arms and you know just hold him under the arms mm-hmm. Think a little baby, you want a cradle, right? And, exactly. You know, little kitty cats. Well, they're the same way. Here's another video uh, of a gentleman that's gone viral. He's called Abu the flute maker. Abu the flute maker. Okay. <laughs> this guy plays a saxophone, but it's not your ordinary saxophone. <coughs> Excuse me. It's made from PVC pipe. This guy is a legend. Oh my gosh! In Baltimore. And he makes musical instruments out of objects that he finds. How neat is that? So let's listen. I mean, look at that thing. It looks like a saxophone, Bonnie. See? Yeah. Yeah, sir, it certainly does. Made from PVC pipes. Right? The guy's really good. She's playing a saxophone, PVC pipe, and you know those pipes are—they're uh, new—they're new-looking PVC pipes. Mm-hmm. I noticed they're not stained or rusty, mm-hmm. so he wants his instruments to really look cool and pretty. Well, it's all plastic, yeah. So it's not going to—it's—it's um, it's not going to get any. Well, they may get stains, but plastic won't get rust on them. Oh, right. But um, yeah, it's—it's it's just really cool. Yeah. How how he did that. <laughs> And he took the time to make those instruments out of all that stuff. That's very creative. So yeah. that's um that's that's very super cool. Wonder if he uh, did all that stuff like uh, started creating like that during the time off from COVID nineteen, and when we had all that time off. I'm sure he had a lot of free time on his hands. It's a lot of creativity. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, did you know thirty two percent of people say they are really good at being very humble? Very humble. Are you a humble person? Not really. No. Okay. I'm. You know. I'm. I sort of am, but okay. there there are times when I do get boastful. I'd say I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm seventy five percent humble. Okay. But you know we have our moments, That's so true. I, I can't. Well, everybody. I does. cannot boast that flavor of <laughs> me being humble. I get. Um, I get humble when people start like. Um. Like, for instance, what I did yesterday, like when people start, oh, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just, I'm like, I'm very humbled by what you're saying, but it's just, just something I would do. That's yeah. just, it's, that, that's, that's just in you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's. Do something that nice goes. for people. Um, did you yeah. know that if you add up all the numbers, <coughs> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Um, did you know that if you add up all the numbers from 1 to 100 consecutively, 1, 2, 3, 4, such and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. do you know how much it totals? Take a wild guess. You mean like with all the numbers in the numbers, like 12 being 1 and 2? No, no, no. And- if you add up all the numbers consecutively, so it's 1 plus 2, 
plus three, plus four, plus five, one hundred, all the way to a hundred. It should be. Is it one hundred and one? Like no. a trick question like that? No, it should no. be one hundred. No, right? if you if you add one plus two equals three, three plus three oh. equals six. Three plus four equals seven. I so see. you're adding them up as you as you go down the oh, chain. Oh, I don't know. I'll say uh, hundred hundred and forty nine. Oh, you're so way off. <laughs> really? I thought yeah. you were going to tell me I'm so close. No, <laughs> no. you're so way off. Five thousand and fifty. If you add all the numbers from one to a hundred and add them all together, one plus two plus three plus four plus five. Five thousand fifty. Five thousand and fifty is the answer. No kidding. Yes. Huh? Wow. So I would have never thunk that either. So are you going to try that today? I'd have no. to break out the calculator. Yeah, I would and... have to break out my calculator too. Yeah. <laughs> I just alone. I'm, I mean, ninety nine plus a hundred is one hundred and ninety nine. All right. Just that alone. So then you add in 98 and you add in 97 and 96 and it all just starts adding up. That's fascinating. So I, I guess I wasn't that close. <laughs> just a tad bit. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just a, tad. a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> right. Uh, did you know 70% of women in a recent survey said when they see a guy doing dry, when they see a guy driving a sports car, it's a sure sign of insecurity. So if you see a guy driving down the road, Seventeen percent of women think that he's insecure. But like, um, really? Yeah, uh, it's a sign of insecurity. Just to have a fancy sports car. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not always thinking that, but I, I'll admit, I do find it funny sometimes. Sometimes when I see like an older man, you know, driving one of these sports cars mm-hmm. to impress, mm-hmm. I do get that funny feeling that they're going through a midlife crisis or something once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I do get that feeling, in all okay. honesty. Um, <laughs> our good friend Rick down in Miami from Marrying Millions, who we've interviewed on this show oh, twice. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? He I, drives a sports car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he drives we've a seen that. Car. Yeah. But... He's got a lot of money. He's got a yacht, too. Yeah, he's got a yacht. <laughs> he's, he's got, got a pretty sports yacht. car. He's got a, probably has a rings. plane we don't know about. Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't think he's insecure or anything like that. Now, I don't think that him and Erica are together anymore. Oh, they're because not. Because I've been following, yeah. like, their Instagrams and things like that. Yeah. And I have not seen one picture of them together in months. Mm, I bet her dad I is think, happy. I th- yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely think her father's way beyond yeah. happy. He, yeah. I know he wanted to see her with a, a guy much more her age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Yep. Uh, did you know that a survey finds 45% of us believe in reincarnation reincarnation what are your thoughts on that you know i i'm not too sure i don't have all the answers mm-hmm. I, i'm really i'm really unsure okay there are parts of me that uh think yeah like like i have a picture at home mm-hmm. of uh i think it's in paris mm-hmm. so you know, I do wonder sometime why I look at certain things and pictures, why why I'm drawn to them. Do you ever think that you're going to come back in another life after you pass on as something else? I I'm not really sure. Okay. I you know, I A lot of people believe they will. Yeah. 45% believe they will come back in some form of reincarnation. What percentage? Which is fascinating. What percentage do 45%. Women? Oh, that's a pretty it's a big percentage. Pretty high. That's so almost half the population. These people are like thinking they're going to come back as like a horse or something, <laughs> I have or no idea. maybe a, a, a tree. donkey, a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, come back as a donkey, I don't know. or otherwise the slang word. <laughs> remember, remember, I talked about my friend Pete. Yeah, he once said that um, if he ever was reincarnated as mm-hmm. a cat, mm-hmm. he would want to be Bonnie's cat. There you go. <laughs> That's what my friends, there my you friends go. would say. And you get spoiled. Yeah. Did you know there's a new study out that reveals that just simply using the word snack can make you gain weight? Simply using it? The word snack can actually cause you to gain weight. So you said it two times now. So I've so gained a pound. You <laughs> Incredible. Snack, 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 snack. That's you're seven pounds. Saying you're going to be expanding yeah, right be here, expanding. right in front of my get, eyes. Get me a different chair or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. need a wider chair, put a sign wide load on my backside. And I didn't say it once. No, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> what does S-N-A-C-K spell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to, to spell it. now. <laughs> what is something called that you munch on <laughs> when you get a, an urge to eat? Munchies. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm going to get you to say it before the yeah. morning's out. Yep. Um, did you know a coffee shop is the number one place people leave their cell phones? People will oh. leave their cell phone behind in a coffee shop. Kind of makes sense because, you know, you're drinking coffee and you're out either studying or Mm -hmm. or on your cell phone looking at things yes here's a great uh great uh, bit of information did you know bonnie that married people suffer from heartburn more than single people married folks suffer from heartburn more than single people because their relationship is so spicy exactly Exactly. That's got to be the only reason. <laughs> They're eating the spicy things together. That's uh, that's <laughs> the only reason. Now, according to Good Housekeeping, a Good Housekeeping survey in the magazine Good Housekeeping, 59% of people say they still have a VCR somewhere in their house. I will raise my hand yeah. and proudly say I have a VCR in my house Hooked up to a TV Whoa. in the spare bedroom. All right, that works. Do you still do you watch the VHS? You do you get the videos? And... I have VHS tapes yeah. coming out the wazoo. And you still at my house? We'll put one in once in a while. No, it's in the spare bedroom. Okay, it's just in there. Uh huh. And it works. You have it. I yeah. have it. Yes. And we have like all these Disney flicks from when Gavin was younger, and I. These things have got to be worth something. I'm going to have to look into Maybe. this. Maybe. I'm going to have no. to look into this. But we do have a working VCR in yeah. my home that we, works. We don't have a VCR. I do have a DVD player. That's normal. Up people, in the attic. People have DV- in the attic? Yeah. What's good is it going to do you in the attic? We just get so many you know, different channels now. I haven't had to really use my DVD player. Do I, you have DVDs? I I might have a couple. So oh. I've never really collected on them okay. or anything. Yeah, because everything's but, digital now. Yeah. There's so many platforms yeah. to watch music on yeah. nowadays. I mean, you have the, you got Roku. You have the Fire Stick from Amazon. Mm-hmm. You have Netflix. You got Amazon Prime. I think Hulu is, Hulu is one another of our one. biggest go-tos. Go yeah. I've been watching a lot of HBO Max. Mm-hmm. That's another platform. Yeah, there's so many ways to watch movies now. There's who needs DVDs? It's anymore? almost oversaturated. You know, yeah. it's like you could take a DVD wow. and just throw it like a frisbee, you know, or be a, like a Chinese ninja and hoo-yah, boom, yeah. like that. <laughs> but so. you know, people are just—I guess it's just like 
more and more ways and excuses mm-hmm. to not take get outside and take a nature walk or something. Yeah. There's too much TV. Did you know 50% of people in a recent survey said that they cannot remember their prom song from high school? Their prom song. I didn't go to prom, yeah. so I can tap out on that one. Did you go to your prom? I went to prom, but I can't remember, can't remember the song. It? I think our one of our graduation songs might have been Never Say Goodbye by... Gloria what, Bon Jovi maybe or yeah never say goodbye Gloria Gaynor has goodbye. never say goodbye in a disco version oh never can say never can goodbye. say goodbye yeah but that would have yeah. been um before me that song would be older than okay. our grand but I think it was uh, never say goodbye by okay. uh not Gloria Gaynor though but I know I know that song okay but, uh, yeah, 50% of people cannot remember their graduation song. Or the uh, prom song. The uh, gradu- pro- prom song, yeah, the yes. Pro- Why don't I remember? I remember. Now you're going to think about that all day today. I remember 7th and 8th grade, the song to dance to, the slow one to dance to. Don't I say it. I think was. Don't say it because that's a hint at, at people's age. People knowing yeah, my age. Yeah, people will know your age, <laughs> and I know you're very protective over that. It was an REO Speedwagon song. Oh, geez, you had to go and say that, didn't you? I think it was. Right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Keep On Loving You. <laughs> they wouldn't use that for a seventh grade prom. I just want to keep on lo- I think that might have been. I think really? We, I think we danced to that. Okay. <laughs> yes. How about Make It On The Run by uh, REO Speedwagon? Oh, you take it on the run. Take it on yeah. the run, yeah. See, that would be one for prom. Uh, take it on the run, yeah, baby. That was a, but the, like the, the slow dance song, yeah. I think, was uh, yep. Keep On Loving You. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Another song I liked by REO was Don't Let Him Go. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Whenever I hear the beginning of that, I just that's like a turn-up song in my car. That's like, a good one. Turn it right up. Crank it up as loud as you can go. Yeah. There you go. 647 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals, please go see our very, very good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, and please let Hawk know that Evan and Bonnie sent you by there, okay? All right. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Miss Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. President Joe Biden is continuing to defend the decision to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. WPTV's Washington reporter Joe St. George has the story. We are currently on a pace to finish by August the 31st. President Biden continues to defend the decision to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. As of Wednesday morning, 82,000 plus people have been evacuated from Kabul over the last week and a half. But while President Biden remains confident in the rescue effort going on in Afghanistan, the American people are becoming more skeptical. For the first time in his presidency, more Americans disapprove of the president than approve of him. That's according to Real Clear Politics polling average, which calculates all the polling that's being conducted on the president. It's not just one individual poll. It's not just polls expressing skepticism. Members of Congress are expressing skepticism as well, which is why efforts to hold the Biden administration accountable for what's happened in Afghanistan will begin soon. We view this, as I said during the hearing, as the the beginning of vigorous oversight of what went wrong uh, in 
uh, our departure from Afghanistan. That was Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff, a Biden ally who leads the House Intelligence Committee earlier this week. Meanwhile, Chairman Gregory Meeks, another Democrat who leads the House Foreign Affairs Committee, has already said he wants the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Secretary of State Antony Blinken to testify soon in a public hearing. It is imperative that the administration provide the American people and Congress transparency about its Afghanistan strategy, he wrote in a letter. Meanwhile, some Republicans are vowing a lengthy investigation if they take back control of the House next year, especially since billions of American taxpayer dollars were spent training Afghan troops to fight the Taliban. Republican Congresswoman Claudia Tenney of New York tweeting, is it too soon for us to start discussing an Afghanistan select committee? The reality is while President Biden will not be testifying under oath because of the laws that stop him from doing so, his top advisors will Will be soon. Congress's scrutiny of President Biden's orders in Afghanistan could begin this fall and potentially last year's. In Washington, I'm Joe St. George. A hearing in the lawsuit by parents challenging Governor Ron DeSantis's ban on student mask mandates continues for a fourth day today with closing arguments. Leon County Circuit Judge John Cooper said he expects to rule in the case tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, DeSantis is again saying that the school districts requiring students to mask up are breaking the law. They're overriding what the parents' judgment is on this. There are parents who have kids who have already recovered from COVID over the summer, who have immunity. That's been absolutely demonstrated. And these school districts are saying, no, you have to wear a mask even if your parent doesn't want that. The governor speaking at the opening of the latest monoclonal antibody treatment center in the villages. Some parents in Indian River County are upset with the school district's new mask mandate that was passed Tuesday night. Here's WPTV's Derek Lowe. It's a move Indian River County School District Superintendent Dr. David Moore says may save schools from having to shut down. What we've experienced uh, in the first two and a half weeks of school um, absolutely is a completely new environment. This is a thousand times worse than it had at any point it was last year. On Tuesday, school board members passed a two-week mask mandate for students in pre-K through 8th grade, where most students and staff have tested positive for COVID-19. Our job is to provide a free and appropriate public education for all students. And when you don't have teachers, you don't have support staff, you can't do that. Less than three weeks into the school year, 98 staff members have tested positive. 60 of them work in grades pre-K through 8th grade. Our high schools, um, our, our larger schools, their mitigation strategies uh, are working at, at a better pace. Dr. Moore says to help fill the gap, 10 district support staff members are having to fill in for sick and quarantine teachers, and that resources to keep schools open are running thin. I think that instead of fighting Governor Ron DeSantis, maybe some issues could have been helped by reaching out to the governor's office and saying, guys, we're up to X amount of staff and students who are now out due to this virus. We need extra help from you guys. Some parents frustrated with the decision. Teachers say the district didn't have a choice. I do sympathize with parents who feel that somehow we're encroaching, but we've, I we got to keep schools open if we're going to keep them open. 
the, there's no way to do it without protecting people. The superintendent says the board will monitor cases over the next two weeks and revisit the mandate at its next board meeting. In Vero Beach, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Florida is setting a new COVID-19 record. The CDC announced yesterday that the state reported a new daily high of over 26,000 cases. Nine new deaths were also reported. Lastly, musicians are mourning the death of Charlie Watts, the drummer who provided the backbone of the Rolling Stones songs for more than half a century. Watts died on Tuesday at age 80. Serena Williams added herself to the list of big-name withdrawals from the U.S. Open on Wednesday, pulling out of the year's last Grand Slam tournament because of a torn hamstring. Williams hasn't competed since injuring her right leg in the first set of her first-round match at Wimbledon in late June. News time at 6.54 and weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Not finding any accidents on our roadways here in Stewart and in Port St. Lucie. Traffic is looking fine, including US-1. Everything uh, moving right along and up to speed. There's your latest look at traffic. And look for a few showers, too, in the Port St. Lucie area this morning. Partly cloudy at 73 And in Olinda, Brazil, it's a clear sky, and it looks like it's 78. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s, scattered showers, and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 
professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. How much do you know about investing in equities, mutual funds, fixed, index, or variable annuities? How about managed accounts? Did you know many people use all of these and for different reasons in order to diversify and be successful with their goals? Truth is, there's no one solution for anyone's retirement. What about the fees, risk, liquidity? This is Denny Artachi, an independent financial planner with over 27 years of experience. If you'd like a transparent, non-sugar-coated education on your... Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home or on the TuneIn app. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 658 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie and uh, hour one done just like that, hour number two. Uh, coming up, Bonnie, we were talking a few minutes ago about uh, VCRs and stuff like that. Michelle still uh, 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 checked in on our Facebook page, and she mentioned about uh, cassette decks is another one, and eight-track tape players. Oh man, that's uh, that's getting old now. Now that's getting old on me. That's uh, <laughs> that's. Uh, and remember when the eight tracks they used to sputter? Yeah. And then you put the big coin in there to stop the sputtering. Right. You put the little coin up under so it would lift the eight track up a little bit. And sometimes the tape would sound wobbly and warbly. (laughs) And if you wanted to listen to a song over again with an 8-track, you couldn't rewind it. There's no rewind on an 8-track. You had to go through the whole damn thing. You had to listen to the whole album. And go back all the way to the beginning that way. I hated that. Oh, my gosh. You you best have liked every song on that album of the the 8-track. I still have a cassette deck and an 8-track sitting in my garage on the shelf. Do you really It's collecting dust. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're going to step back, and uh, we're going to brush the dust off, and we'll be back here in uh, about uh, six minutes or so, right here on WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. News. Fox confirms there's intelligence that an attack is planned at the airport in Kabul, Afghanistan, where thousands of people are at the gates trying to get out of the country. A new alert from the U.S. Embassy in Kabul saying there are security threats at those gates. Australia's Foreign Minister Maurice Payne says there's a high threat of a terrorist attack. Do not travel to Hamid Karzai International Airport. Britain's Armed Forces Minister warns there's credible intelligence that militants are planning an imminent attack. Denmark's defense minister said it's no longer safe to fly in or out of Kabul. President Biden warned earlier this week of potential threats from a terror group called ISIS-K. 
Till NATO, Fox News. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs a new executive order banning coronavirus vaccine mandates. The Republican governor in a statement calling on the Texas legislature to vote the ban into law to avoid a patchwork of vaccine mandates across the state. Abbott's order is intended to close a loophole created by the full approval of Pfizer's vaccine. His previous ban applied to vaccines under emergency use authorizations. Abbott also prohibited mask mandates statewide, but nine counties and dozens of school districts defied him. COVID-19 hospitalizations in Texas set a new record Wednesday with 14,255 cases. The governor tested positive last week despite being fully vaccinated. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. A federal judge in Michigan sanctioned some of former President Trump's attorneys who sued over claims of election fraud, calling it a historic and profound abuse of the judicial process. Those lawyers were ordered to pay the city of Detroit's court costs and undergo 12 hours of continuing legal education, including six hours on election law. Police in London have arrested a man suspected of contaminating food at three supermarkets, injecting it with syringes. It's not known how much food was contaminated or what was in the syringes. The people who bought anything from those stores last night are advised to throw it away. America's listening to Fox News. According to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Another storm could be heading toward the Gulf Coast. That and more in the forecast. Excessive heat warnings remain in effect for the Mississippi and Ohio River Valleys with heat indices climbing into the 105 to 115 degree range. Heat advisories are also in effect along the I-95 corridor from Philadelphia to Connecticut. Excessive heat warnings are posted for the desert southwest as well. Scattered severe storms could move into the high plains and the northern plains, eventually into the Midwest. Large hail, damaging winds, and isolated tornadoes will be possible. And we are watching the tropics. We have a disturbance in the Caribbean that will have the chance to form into a tropical depression or a storm as it moves into the Gulf of Mexico this weekend. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News. Some drivers in Chicago are without their wheels with an auto mechanic strike now in its fourth week. Zabrina Shelton's black Jeep Grand Cherokee is covered under a service plan warranty. A few days after she dropped it off, 800 service technicians went on strike. Close to a month later, she's still in limbo and out of a lot of cash. Her service warranty only covers a seven-day rental. So far, it's like $400 and some change. And today, I need to get it again, so it's going to be another $300. According to the Chicago New Car Dealer, committee 56 dealerships are impacted by this strike fox 32 chicago's tia ewing public hospital workers in greece hold a five-hour work stoppage today protesting a coronavirus vaccine mandate for all healthcare workers there 
And COVID-19 forces the fifth-ranked women's tennis player out of the U.S. Open. Sophia Cannon announced that she will be bowing out of next week's U.S. Open after testing positive for the coronavirus. Cannon adding in her statement, Fortunately, I am vaccinated and thus my symptoms have been fairly mild. However, I have continued to test positive and thus will not be able to compete. She's the third American woman to have bowed out of the Grand Slam event Wednesday with Serena and Venus Williams both exiting due to injury. That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Chris Foster. Fox News. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Beatbridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The IRSC Pioneers will tip off the 2022 season in November, hoping for the repeat performance on the national stage in Hudson, Kansas. WPSL 1590 is looking forward to our 14th season of IRSC men's and women's basketball, your state and national tournament station. IRSC basketball has been brought to you by the Quitlock Foundation of Martin County, Las Brisas Mexican Restaurant in Fort Pierce, Indian River State College Athletics, Nice Air, the St. Lucie Draft House, Hoskins Turkle Lloyd & Lloyd, Seacoast Air Conditioning, and R.V. Howard Insurance and STP Brokerage. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. The date is August 26, 2021. If you want to feel funky, feel free. All right, I'll feel funky. What day is it? Uh, like I said, it's August 26, 2021. What's Daddy doing? Oh, Daddy is uh, actually just kind of sitting here right now, not doing too much. The time is 7.07, Mr. Clock, which is certified at. It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. Bonnie, one hour down, and we've got two to go. And before you know it, it'll be uh, 9 a.m., and you'll be flying out the door like a 747 Learjet. I guess so. You know, driving, um, well, maybe not like a 747, driving reasonably at a good speed in my vehicle. And I kind of just, I, I said something that's not true. 747 is not a Learjet, so we'll just say 747. 747 coming yeah. out of the sky? Yeah. Uh, won't you take me on a midnight ride? What is that? Of uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, I'm something quoting. Of, something of that yep. sort. And John Fogarty. Yes. Or you could hop on a prop plane. It's actually flying overhead right now. I think they're going to land at Witham Field, which is just down the road from here. Oh, yeah. 
gosh. I opened up the ceiling in the, the, the studio here, so that's why we heard that. That reminds, me of a, that reminds me of a cool documentary we were watching yesterday on John F. Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. And as a, a young boy, he had this uh, fascination with planes. Mm. And he used to, like, uh, he loved to go up in, like, helicopters. And he was always, you know, riding... <laughs> Riding somewhere on a plane like on with his dad, uh, JFK. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, we have a phone call. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, look at it. It's the pen hoard. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you enjoying all the pens <laughs> all the, all, in your goodie bag? I am. I keep forgetting to walk out and take some of them to work with me, though. It, take all of them. Just grab take a handful. Please, take, take them all. I'm gonna be lovely. I'm gonna really enjoy this coffee mug. Bonnie likes the mug. Yeah, I really do. It's gonna come to work with me here too once in a while. See, well, now you could have double. You could have a coffee in both mugs and be what's called a double fister. Is this from the Palm Beach County Sheriff's yes. Office? Yes, Come, comes from my friend who works for PBSO. Beautiful. Yeah, yep. it's, it's actually she, a really nice cup. She sent us sweet goodies. The goodies that you can use. You know, Raquel got those also. Everything in the bag we can use, put to good use. She's. Raquel took my cup also. See, we each got a cup, but, you know, we're communicable in our house. So I don't drink coffee, so Rachel can have mine. Nice. Yep. Got to give her something once in a while. Yeah. Well, I do. I give her lots of things all the time. (laughs) I know. I'm just. (laughs) I spoil her. Yeah. I think I do. Do I spoil you? Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. That wasn't too positive of it. Yeah. It sounded pretty positive yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah, she's you're just a little bit of tired, aren't you? That was there was good positivity I am. in I'm that tired. Tired. I when I attempted to go to bed last night when Evan went to bed, I just my legs were bothering me and I my back in like one area still was bothering me and I couldn't get comfortable. So I got up, and needless to say, I didn't go back to bed until one o'clock this morning. Oh. Okay. And well, we, I was up late last night, Bonnie. And we hear that Evan hogs the entire bed, so <laughs> are you those girls where once in a while you got to go and sleep somewhere else because of it? He, when I, well, it was funny because when I crawled in bed at one, and I, I it's dark in the room, so I'm try, and I'm trying to be quiet because I don't want to wake him up. And I move the blanket and I go to get in bed and his legs are all the way on my side. And so as soon as I got <laughs> in, I was like right on the edge of the bed. Told you. <laughs> And I think he realized it because all of a sudden, I feel him start shifting Uh, over a little. Yeah, the the love boat's moving over into the dock. What if you you think it's Kaya that you're leaning into and all of a sudden it starts growling? That actually happened last night. (laughs) Yeah, see, there's uh, situations that arise every now and then when we'll go to bed and if if the dog comes up on the bed and, and Rachel will move over um to hug me or something the dog will just like (laughs) she'll jump right in there and she'll prevent Mm -hmm. rachel from getting close to me oh yeah for whatever reason she's that doggy divider yeah (laughs) she divides your situation of whatever is going on i don't mean to cut the conversation short but i have to cut the conversation short because you know we have to get to to people's birthdays of that we don't know sometimes uh, not that people really care, but we yeah. have to get to birthdays. We're going to throw a little birthday party for yeah, them. Yeah, we're going to have a little birthday party. So uh, have a wonderful day with your fifth and sixth graders. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Have right. a good day, too. All right. See you later. Please, Bye-bye. Please dry. All right. Yeah, definitely. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I love right. you. Love you, too. News on the radio. Happy birthday.
All right, today's date, August 26, 2021. Bonnie, what do you got? Oh, I don't have anybody to send out those nice birthday wishes to. All right. Very good. Kiki Palmer, 28 years old. That's Gigi Nixon on Star. Dylan O'Brien is 30. That's Styles on MTV's Teen Wolf. Casey is 35. That's the R&B singer whose biggest hit was the 2006 groove Me and You. I don't remember it. I don't either. Uh, That sounds like one you would remember, however. You don't remember it. I don't remember it. You've heard of Florida Georgia Line, right? Yeah. The country band. Brian Kelly. From Florida Georgia Lines, 36 years old today. Florida Georgia Line. Now, I wonder if they're the band that I heard performing Atlantic City. Mm. Evan, i got to look that up. Okay. Uh, Chris Pine is 41. That's James T. Kirk on the new Star Trek. Uh, Macaulay Culkin from the Home Alone series is 41 years old today. That's hard to believe. I think he just got married, too. And um, I'm not sure who it was, too, but I, I heard that I, th- I think he just got married. Mike Coulter's 45. That's Luke Cage. Melissa McCarthy is 51. That's the super funny star of Ghostbusters. She is funny, and I, mm-hmm. I think she's just so endearing in Mike and Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good sitcom to watch once in a while. Yep. Uh, Adrian Young is 52. Shirley Manson's 55. Chris Burke is 56. Valerie Simpson, 75 years old, from Ashford and Simpson. Yeah, wow. and they're uh, songwriters from uh, Motown, yeah. and they were like her uh, husband Ashford. They got together and mm-hmm. uh, you know started, I think, in the Detroit area, and were with the early Motown days. And mm-hmm. they're responsible for some really good songs, like writing Whitney Houston's mm-hmm. "I'm Every Woman." Of course, Love they had uh, "Solid Like a Rock." Another great tune. You probably remember that smash. Yes. Mm-hmm. From a, like a 1979. Another great tune. They're just responsible for a lot of the uh, great Motown they songs. They were popular in the disco era. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. Good morning. You're on the radio with us. What? Yeah, man. It's Bitly's birthday party. Oh. Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. You're you're at the party this early in the morning? Oh, yeah. We started last night. Yeah, man. Partying at oh, 7 a.m. you're still going from last night? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're still going. This is going to go on all weekend. Yeah, man. Wow. Who all is there? Well, let's see here. Well, actually, Mike Trim from Channel 5 News just showed up. How you doing, babe? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The cold stock is over there. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, man. Also, Chris Gilmore. Yeah, man. Chris Gilmore. Chris Gilmore is a little weird, though. Who's, I don't know what's going on with who's him. Chris who, Gilmore? Who is, who's that? Is that someone we should know? He works over at Channel 5. Oh, oh, did he? Okay. Man. All right. okay. Oh, John Chamin. Hey, babe. Yeah, <laughs> man, you look great in the slack. John Chamin. I think you're now. I think yeah, you're fibbing man. that. I don't think John yeah. Chamin would be at that so, party. So Bonnie, when you getting over here, I got this little natty ashes for you. Yeah, man. When am I getting over there? Like, yeah. um, maybe I'll think about coming to the party next year. If you're going to throw next it next year. year. <laughs> Yeah. Next year. That's the earliest I can give. Yeah, Bonnie you know? has oh, so oh, much oh, on oh, her social geez. calendar. Yeah. Guess what? What? Guess what? Yeah, man. Guess who's here? Who? Hi, Rachel. How you doing, babe? Hey, Fredo. Great party you're throwing for Bentley. Yeah, man. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. My yeah. wife is at the party? Yeah, she just showed up. Yeah, man. But she she's ran. supposed to be driving. She was driving this morning. She's supposed to be going to school right now. Yeah, man. She said she had kids to attend to. 
Don't tell me she's not at school. Oh, I'm going to have to have a conversation with her. I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Kenny Rogers is here. Yeah, man. Kenny Rogers, too? No, Tanya Rogers. (laughs) Kenny Rogers is dead. If he were to show up. Kenny Rogers, what's wrong with you? (laughs) If Kenny Rogers were to show up, we'd be in trouble. No, I said Kenny Rogers from Channel 5 News for certain weather. Yes. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay. Oh, and Secret Service is here scoping out the place. Secret <laughs> Service? Yeah, because uh, uh, Joe Biden's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. The president's going to show up. I okay. thought they yeah, had he's to. Yeah, going to show up for Bentley's birthday party. Now, Bentley, give you an update. He's been enjoying that uh, that uh, Jägermeister stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He's been enjoying Jägermeister. And right now. He has a Corvette in my bedroom. Yeah, man. A Corvette in the bedroom? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how he got it up there on the second floor of the warehouse. Wow. Yeah, man. I, what I want to know is, how do you have that song continuously playing over and over well, in the background? Well, it's like the extended version. It's like the 10-minute version. The extended you know? version. Yeah. Okay. Do you have hey, some? Steve Weagle. Steve Weagle could dance. He's breakdancing right now in the middle of the floor. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that with his arms. Yeah, man. Wow. Um, thank the Lord that um, Megan has not shown up because no, I, she'll be here tomorrow. She told me tomorrow. She texted tomorrow. me this morning. Is this, a, says, this is like a two day, Bonnie, and, uh, is this like a two day nonstop yeah, party yeah. that's yeah. going on? How can you party like that all the time? Don't you get sick? Like, don't you get sick of it? Oh, that's why we have buckets all over the place. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, I man. should send my my friend Michelle over, who is a deputy sheriff. Um. She has a, a therapy dog, and some of those people there may need some therapy. Some therapy? Yeah. Just because they like the party? Yeah. Yeah, man. Channel 12 was here earlier yesterday. They were mm-hmm. boring. Anyways, yeah, man. Yeah. Do you have some strong coffee this morning for Rachel? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, big kitty, stop doing lines of catnip. Oh, What's wrong geez. with you? L- listen, we got, we got to let you go. We got to, you know, we got a radio show to do around here, okay? So yeah, you man. you tend to the party and we'll uh, talk to you later. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah, man. All right, have a great day. All right, that's um, <laughs> wow. I don't know about that guy. They're great. They sound crazy over there. I don't know about that guy. Listen, I just got a message from Mark Hales on our Facebook page. Yeah, says that it's Jet Black's uh, uh, birthday today. He's eighty three. Jet Black is the former drummer of the Stranglers rock band. Now, have you ever heard of the Stranglers rock band? I never have. I don't know. Maybe they're popular, like in England. I've never. I, I haven't heard of the Stranglers. Never heard of them. No, I've heard of the Scorpions. The yeah, Scorpions. I've heard of the Scorpions. Yeah. All right. Today is uh, National Women's Equality Day. Observe the achievements of women's rights activists and the unique daily struggles that women face. It's National Women's Equality Day. It's also, oh boy, um, I'll do this one last. It's, uh, let me get to this one first. It's National Dog Day. So what oh. would we do without man's best friend? What would we do without him? Yeah. yeah. National and, Dog Day. Yeah. And it's also um, National Toilet Paper Day. Yes. This is an annual observance to commemorate this essential invention for personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. National Toilet Paper and Day. And last year it was hard to find. We couldn't find any toy- toilet paper rolls out there. People mm-hmm. would wait in long lines just waiting for the inventory truck of that toilet paper to come in. Can I tell you a little secret? Yeah. I have not bought toilet paper in a year. 
Wow, you must really stock up on it then. Yeah. Where do you get your? Do you order yours from Amazon? Do no, you get just it go to the store and buy it. Sam's Club or yeah, you're a member just, of one of those. And, yeah, we just buy it and we yeah. we stock up on it for you know just in case for emergency purposes. That and paper towels and honest honest to God, we have not bought toilet paper in it's probably been a year. Ooh. Yeah, you, you that's never, how much we. You have. never run out. Yeah, we're we're running low now, so I have to. The supply is starting to <laughs> redo <deplete>. that supply. <laughs> yeah, the, the supply is starting to deplete a little bit. Yeah, so I'm going to have to uh, go to the store and buy some more TP. Yeah, you better get on out there and get some. I may have to do that when I get out of here today. It is seven twenty one. It's time for news once again. Let's head on over to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The influx of COVID-19 patients has put a major strain on hospitals throughout Florida. But what about people who need to go to the emergency room who don't have the virus? WPTV's Ryan Hughes reports. But it's not reality until you actually experience it yourself. Jackie Robinson recounting a recent visit to the emergency room as coronavirus cases continue to surge in South Florida. I walked in there and I literally saw people carrying in COVID patients that were wailing and screaming in pain and agony. Last week, Jackie says she was having a bad reaction to chemo, so she packed a go bag and went to Jupiter Medical Center. The 51-year-old is battling melanoma, and she says the cancer has spread since the beginning of the pandemic when elective surgeries were canceled and she was forced to wait. As a result, when I finally got to the hospital... I had 22 lymph nodes removed that were golf ball size, full of melanoma cancer, which took me to stage from stage one to stage four. Jackie has been receiving care and treatment here for months, but says she only recently realized what doctors and nurses are going through after having to wait in the emergency room. I watched these doctors and nurses push through and keep going. Doctors stress the majority of COVID patients admitted are unvaccinated. And after recently losing friends to the virus, Jackie is making a plea, hoping to change someone's mind. Please go get your vaccine. Help our doctors. They're tired. And then think about the impact that you're having on others. Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. In Hope Sound, more than a year after two and a half feet of rain flooded them out of their houses, eight of ten homeowners appear ready to take buyouts from Martin County. Appraisals of the non-historic homes recently were completed by an outside contractor, paving the way for the homeowners finally to move out amid a drownout process tied to state and federal funding. The flood-prone homes soon will be purchased by the county once the State Division of Emergency Management Management finishes review of the appraisals in three to four weeks, said Jim Gorton, County Public Works Director. The county will demolish the homes and turn the lots into dry retention areas. They're going to make the lot about 6 to 12 inches lower than the edge of pavement, Gorton explained. We have 90 days from the date of closing to demo the homes via the contract that we have with the Federal Emergency Management Agency. The state and federal agencies will reimburse the county more than $3 million to purchase the 10 homes. Almost another $900,000 has been budgeted for three historic homes, but the county is still waiting for approval to start appraisals for them. The mayor of Tampa says she will require city employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine. 
September 30th is the date that we are looking at to have all of our city employees, our personnel, safely vaccinated against COVID-19. Mayor Jane Castor says she's working out exemptions for those who have medical issues or already have antibodies. A COVID reminder, even if you don't feel sick, you could still spread the virus. Fully vaccinated people who do get COVID but have no symptoms can still infect other people. The data also shows very clearly that people who have the Delta variant continue to shed enough virus to infect other people for as much as 18 days after their initial positive. FIU's Dr. Eileen Marty believes the best protection to prevent the spread is through masking, social distancing and good hygiene practices. She says research also shows even those younger than three can spread the disease to the susceptible. Eric Rodriguez, Miami. In South Florida, U.S. Border Patrol agents say they seized 67 pounds of cocaine after it was discovered by a beachgoer in Boca Raton. They say the coke is worth an estimated $1 million. And lastly, the former Indian River Correctional Institution west of Vero Beach provided an eerie backdrop this week as longtime crime-busting TV icon and local celebrity John Walsh filmed an episode In Pursuit with John Walsh, which returned for a third season August 18 on the Investigation Discovery Channel and Discovery Plus. Walsh, age 75, who hosts the crime-fighting show with his son Callahan, showcases unsolved cases from around the country and urges the public to get involved finding missing children and catching fugitives during a break in filming walsh called the prison site that closed in 2012 a great location to use as a set for an upcoming episode of in pursuit tampa bay's seven to four victory at philadelphia gives the rays a four and a half game lead over the idle yankees in the american league east the Marlins ended their eight-game losing streak with a 4-3 to walk-off win over the Nationals at Miami. News time at 726, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9, here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9, here on WSTU. <laughs> 727 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, on this uh, Treasure Coast right now, we're not finding any traffic accidents, but uh, actually we're looking to the south of us, southbound on the turnpike this morning, down by Palm Beach Gardens at mile marker 115. There is a vehicle crash with roadblock down in that area. There's a vehicle partially blocking the right lane. Uh, use caution there might see a tiny bit of a slowdown too there's your latest look at traffic partly cloudy 77 in stewart and in springfield missouri it's a clear sky in 77 here's our weather at wptv 
Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s, scattered showers and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. requires money and the Florida SBDC at Indy River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. Don't sweat in your boxers, call the AC doctors at 344-3944. York, install confidence. Contact the AC doctors, acdoctorsinc.com. This is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 731 on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time for our weekly visit with the gentleman that heads up the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce, Joe Catrabone. And, of course, as always, folks, if we always tell you if you have a business out there, any type of business that's, that's out there at all whatsoever, uh, you need to be uh, hooked up with the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce because the uh, possibilities are endless, the amenities are endless, the networking is endless, the business after hours is endless, the breakfasts are endless, just everything is endless. It's endless opportunities, and Joe is joining us on our line right now. Joe, good morning. 
morning, uh, Evan and Bonnie. How are you guys doing today? Um, you know, we couldn't be better, I guess. I'm feeling pretty well and, you know, just blessed with good health and spirits right here. Thank you, Joe. Hope you are well, too. I am. Thank you. You're Thank welcome, you sir. Even with this gloomy weather, it's still a wonderful place to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We can't go wrong living here in southern Florida. It's just always, it's always paradise, whether or not it's raining. Did I <laughs> You're right. You? No pun intended. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, how's things going at the chamber these days? Great. Yes, I, you know, really, we had a we had a breakfast here Tuesday morning. We had uh, somewhere around eighty five people here, uh, networking, having a great time. Uh, we're we're you know, unfortunately, last week the uh, St. Lucie Chamber had to close their offices. Their entire staff, except for Teresa, got got the COVID. What? Yeah. And so they canceled all of their events until further notice. Oh my gosh. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I must've, well, I know I got six of our, of our members who belong to their chamber called me and said, are you doing the same thing? I said, I didn't even know about it. No, we're not doing anything. We're planning ahead. As a matter of fact, we, we just, we're planning our, holiday trade show in November. And and aside from that, further out, I was speaking with Teresa the day before yesterday about our Tallahassee trip in January. So we're forging, forging forward, and our our board feels this way until, until there's either an edict that we need it to, to shut down the events, or if the venue says, sorry, you know, you can't come in here anymore, uh, then we're going to continue going forward with our events. We have not heard, you know, I spoke a week or so ago, we had 300 people at our trade show and not one person reported getting ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our business after hours last week. No one reported getting ill. So, I, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of uh, our members are being vaccinated. And so we're, you know, I, obviously we're, we're we're pushing for vaccinations. Not that we're endorsing it. We just think it's a good idea, and we're, as a matter of fact, trying to put something together with with the hospital, with Cleveland Clinic, to promote vaccinations. So, you know, I heard last Friday, and I don't know. I, I haven't got an update. Obviously, it's been taken care of. But last Friday, they had the hospital, Cleveland Clinic North, had two days of oxygen left. On, fri- on Friday, what? two days. So now I, I imagine that's been taken care of because I haven't heard any more about it. So we had our we kicked off leadership this past weekend with SimSoc, which is simulated simulated society, which is a Friday night and all day Saturday with our leadership class. And we decided that until we'll take it month by month, but we we required masks or SimSoc uh, exercise over the weekend, and we lost a person because of it. Um, they said, no, I'm, I'm not going to participate if they wear a mask, so they dropped out. No problem. We filled the spot immediately because we had you know, we had uh, substitutes standing by that we didn't have room for the first go-around. So, right. Uh, so some people are – most of – most. Everyone took it pretty good. They understood. You know, there were some people said, I'm a little disappointed. 
we got to, we break off in groups of eight, and so we let them use their own judgment when they enter the room. The eight of them, if they wanted to take their masks off, they went ahead and took their masks off. But so so again, we're playing it by ear. We we always want to uh, be be cautious and and make sure that we're not uh, putting anybody at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, we're, like I said, I, um, unless there's a, unless the governor or, or the county commission, uh, goes again for the mask mandate, we're just proceeding along normally. Joe, got a question for you is like, so like you've mentioned some things happening at these venues that like maybe you all plan for and you plan for, for a while. Is there a chance that you could do all that planning and then a venue might be shut down because of the disease and for sure then do you at the chamber sometime have a plan b where you would hold that event or (laughs) you know bonnie that great question and and the answer is yes and yes but in fact it happened to us in june we were going to have our luncheon out there at Indian River Plant or Hutchinson and Marriott, which used to be in the Indian River Plantation, we were going to have our function there on Wednesday, and they called Wednesday morning and said, "Sorry, we can't host you. We have no kitchen help." Oh, and then I can picture you on the phones just oh, calling everybody. Thank, thank <laughs> God for, for Monarch Country Club. They stepped to the plate. Two days' notice, they served 115 people lunch. It was a buffet, but that's okay. But they 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 served us. Uh, so, so yes, that does happen. Yeah, uh, we for years have used the uh, a venue for for one of our shows, or not accepting uh, outside outsiders in. So, as a result of that, thankfully, we went to St. Mary's and we had our show at St. Mary's. So, mm-hmm. uh, were you? So, we're we tend we tend to be now making reservations or booking venues that have stayed open and have not closed down because of the, the virus. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it really limits, limits us because as, as you all know, we don't have that many venues in Martin County that we can go to that'll hold two or three or 400 people. So yeah. it's, it's a, it's a job to, to, uh, identify these venues and then get them to, to agree and what's happening is because those venues are so, I don't want to say liberal, but they're they are staying open, mm-hmm. they're getting booked up faster because they're the only game in town. So we had to reschedule. We, we always have our, our holiday trade show on a Wednesday night in November, which is our business after hours. Well, the venue was taken, so we had to move it to a Thursday night. Wow. So, yeah. so yeah, that, that's a, it's, it presents a challenge. It really does. Right. Yeah, I can imagine a, one would get tired after a while, but you got to keep plugging, right? <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know my staff; they're great. Yes. They, they do such a. They they don't ever. They don't have a. They don't have a shut off button or switch. They don't have a tired bone in their body, right? <laughs> no, they. Well, they do, but they keep on going. That's good. That's all good. So, how are things going at the chamber? Otherwise, these days, how's business doing? Great, really good. We're, we're membership development has been good. Amy's been knocking them dead. Our, our retention is good. Our attendance at uh, trade or, or, or all of our events has been good. 
we exceeded our budget on advertising for our website mm-hmm. as well as our membership directory and community guide, which is going to print, I think, today or tomorrow. Uh, so uh, everything looks really, really good. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, we're in the process of starting that new program, uh, um, with, you know, providing jobs for, for our members. Right. Uh, we're, we're in a hiring process to for a program manager for Career Connect Martin. Uh, we uh, get hire an events coordinator. Uh, she starts September 7th. So we're, we're full gun, full, full blast going forward. And hopefully, it, uh, you know, it's, as we know, it's a day-to-day situation. You know, right. One day to the next. So we're trying to be positive and, and look at the bright side and keep moving forward until somebody stops us. I'm glad to hear you found your events coordinator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you all like her. She's very bubbly and personable. Um, a lot like Caitlin was. Oh, that's great. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Tell Leader. us a little bit about yeah. the uh, new business that's signed up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we missed last week. So uh, Dr. Uh, William Carson, uh, South Florida Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, mm-hmm. while he's not a new member, they upgraded their membership from a regular membership uh, to a trustee, which is, we love, we love that. That's great. Then I don't, a lot of people remember Nikki Bombano. She was growth management director for Martin County. She retired and I guess couldn't stand sitting around. So she opened a mm-hmm. consulting business. It's Bombano Consulting, Nikki Bombano. Uh, CPR Investments, Jason Young is the president. Of course, they do their financial advisors, estate planning and investor services. Stuart Hot Yoga, Marcus Kisner is the owner. And, of course, it's fitness, Pilates, training, yoga, kickboxing, et cetera, et cetera. They're on Colorado, uh, in Colorado Avenue, 728 Colorado Avenue. Uh-huh. Haney Honey Company, Jennifer Holmes is the owner. They're also on Colorado. Uh, they do catering and that's a personal chef. Uh, they do craft beer, soda, wine bars, that's that type of thing, which, which really helps us because – when somebody wants to do a business after hours and they need someone to cater it or to, to a bar, we can recommend them. Uh, so we, we haven't had a member like that in quite a while. Nice. Uh, then we had uh, WLA Photography, mm-hmm. Isaiah Webster. Uh, they do they do videos, drone photography, et cetera, et cetera. Luxury renov- renovations in addition. Derek Dukes is the owner. They're out in Palm City. They do remodeling general contracting work, home improvement. Treasure Coast Realty, Tiffany Acevedo is the owner. They're on, uh, as a matter of fact, they're one of my tenants upstairs. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Sculpture Hospitality, Andrew Seiler is the owner. ABC Home Medical Supply, Joey Pistone is financial manager. They do medical supplies, transport, and equipment. Mm -hmm. This this is really, these Five guys and a, a gal came in last week to join. And the name of their business is Delivery Dudes. Delivery uh, Dudes. Okay. And they are, they're all dressed alike, and, and, and they basically – you can call them and pick up – you can order pizza from, say, Pizza Hut. 
right. and call them, and they'll go pick it up and deliver it to you for a charge. Really? Oh, yeah, nice. and so it's not only food stuff, but they can they can go to a liquor store. They can't go into Publix and grocery shop, but they can go to a liquor store, or they can go into a convenience store and get you a pack of cigarettes or whatever you need. And then it's charged based on the the distance that they've got to travel to deliver it. I'm curious why they can't go into like a Publix or Winn-Dixie and grocery shop for you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 didn't, I, I had a great conversation with them. They're all young, great, all great personalities, Delivery great young dudes. people. But I never, I never asked them that. They just said, no, we can't, we, we don't do grocery shopping. So oh, I'm it's just getting, personal preference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do they do it's it? It's not in- that they can't, they don't. Yeah. Okay. Do they do it in the Stewart and Port St. Lucie area? Or yeah, yeah, yes, they do. So, wow. in other words, if Bonnie wants, let's just say, a six pack of soda and a couple of candy bars from a convenience store, she could call these guys up. They'll go and pick it up and bring it to her. Correct. Wow. Now, do they pay for it in advance, and then they have to they are reimbursed no, I, from Bonnie, I or think- how does that work? I, I think you would have to pay by credit card if Bonnie were to call, and she would have to pay by credit credit card, and then they would go and pick it up. Oh, so you call the store first where you're yeah, purchasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to shop for you. Gotcha. They're going to pick up service. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Really convenient. Wow. Yeah, I it like is. That. It yeah. is. And I've seen something like that advertised on TV. I can't remember the name of it. But, uh, but they, All right. They've called it, their name is Delivery Dudes. I bet they're going to get a lot of business. I'm sure they will. I hope so. They have, uh, right now, they've got an agreement with 250 venues uh, on the Treasure Coast. Wow. Wow. Very nice. Very, very well. And they said that's that's just a fraction. They're only just getting started. They expect to have a thousand different uh, vendors available. Make sure sure they're on the next morning, Joe. I would love to talk. I'll try and get him on. Yeah, try to get him on the next morning, Joe. Definitely so, without a doubt. Yeah, good idea. Speaking of Joe, Joe, tell us how people can get a hold of you. Well, they can call me at 772-287-1088. My extension is 108. But as I always say, if you press zero when you hear the recordings, you'll get one of our staff in there. Mm-hmm. Everyone is more than willing to help and, and more than able uh, to help you. Or you can go to our website, www.stuartmartinchamber.org. All right, very good. That's Joe Catrabone. He heads up the Stuart Martin Chamber. Always, a, He's been a staple on this program forever and a day, and we love having Joe on, giving all of uh, our listeners in Martin County and on the Treasure Coast an update on what's happening with all things pertaining to the Chamber. Joe, have a marvelous day, and we'll talk Thank to you, you next guys. week. Thank you, guys. Be safe, and I'll look forward to speaking to you next week. All right, take care now. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. 747 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news once again brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. President Joe Biden is continuing to defend the decision to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. WPTV's Washington reporter Joe St. George with the story. We are currently on a pace to finish by August the 31st. President Biden continues to defend the decision to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. As of Wednesday morning, 82,000 plus people have been evacuated from Kabul over the last week and a half. But while President Biden remains confident in the rescue effort going on in Afghanistan, the American people 
are becoming more skeptical. For the first time in his presidency, more Americans disapprove of the president than approve of him. That's according to Real Clear Politics polling average, which calculates all the polling that's being conducted on the president. It's not just one individual poll. It's not just polls expressing skepticism. Members of Congress are expressing skepticism as well, which is why efforts to hold the Biden administration accountable for what's happened in Afghanistan will begin soon. We view this, as I said during the hearing, as the, the beginning of vigorous oversight of what went wrong uh, in uh, our departure from Afghanistan. That was Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff, a Biden ally who leads the House Intelligence Committee earlier this week. Meanwhile, Chairman Gregory Meeks, another Democrat who leads the House Foreign Affairs Committee, has already said he wants the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Secretary of State Antony Blinken to testify soon in a public hearing. It is imperative that the administration provide the American people and Congress transparency about its Afghanistan strategy, he wrote in a letter. Meanwhile, some Republicans are vowing a lengthy investigation if they take back control of the House next year, especially since billions of American taxpayer dollars were spent training Afghan troops to fight the Taliban. Republican Congresswoman Claudia Tenney of New York tweeting, is it too soon for us to start discussing an Afghanistan select committee? The reality is while President Biden will not be testifying under oath because of the laws that stop him from doing so, his top advisors will be soon. Congress's scrutiny of President Biden's orders in Afghanistan could begin this fall and potentially last year's. In Washington, I'm Joe St. George. Some parents in Indian River County are upset with the school district's new mask mandate that was passed Tuesday night. Here's WPTV's Derek Lowe. It's a move Indian River County School District Superintendent Dr. David Moore says may save schools from having to shut down. What we've experienced uh, in the first two and a half weeks of school um, absolutely is a completely new environment. This is a thousand times worse than it had at any point it was last year. On Tuesday, school board members passed a two-week mask mandate for students in pre-K through 8th grade, where most students and staff have tested positive for COVID-19. Our job is to provide a free and appropriate public education for all students. And when you don't have teachers, you don't have support staff, you can't do that. Less than three weeks into the school year, 98 staff members have tested positive. 60 of them work in grades pre-K through 8th grade. Our high schools, um, our, our larger schools, their mitigation strategies uh, are working at, at a better pace. Dr. Moore says to help fill the gap, 10 district support staff members are having to fill in for sick and quarantine teachers and that resources to keep schools open are running thin. I think that instead of fighting Governor Ron DeSantis, maybe some issues could have been helped by reaching out to the governor's office and saying, guys, we're up to X amount of staff and students who are now out due to this virus. We need extra help from you guys. Some parents frustrated with the decision. Teachers say the district didn't have a choice. I do sympathize with parents who feel that somehow we're encroaching, but we've got to keep schools open if we're going to keep them open. There's no way to do it without protecting people. The superintendent says the board will monitor cases over the next two weeks and revisit the mandate at its next board meeting. In Vero Beach, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. 
Delta Airlines will charge employees on the company health plan $200 a month if they fail to get vaccinated against COVID-19, a policy the airline's top executive says is necessary because the average hospital stay for the virus costs the airline $50,000. CEO Ed Bastian said that all employees who have been hospitalized for the virus in recent weeks, were not fully vaccinated. The airline said Wednesday that on a, on September 30, rather, it also will stop extending pay protection to unvaccinated workers who contract COVID-19 and will require unvaccinated workers to be tested weekly beginning September 12, although Delta will cover the cost. Employees will have to wear masks in all indoor company settings. Musicians are mourning the death of Charlie Watts, the drummer who provided the backbone of the Rolling Stones songs for more than half a century. Watts died on Tuesday at the age of 80. Lastly, a Wellington man became one of Palm Beach County's newest millionaires this week. The Florida Lottery said Wednesday that Gilberto Rodriguez claimed the 1.75 million Florida Lotto jackpot from a drawing held on July 24th. Lottery officials said Rodriguez purchased his winning quick pick ticket from a Publix located on South State Road in Royal Palm Beach. The retailer will receive a bonus commission two of $20,000 for selling the winning ticket. New York Jets defensive end Vinnie Curry was diagnosed last month with a rare blood disorder that required the removal of his spleen and triggered complications that will cause him to miss the entire season. He revealed Wednesday in a statement in an Instagram post, Curry, age 33, a starter on the Philadelphia Eagles 2017 Super Bowl championship team, said that he was initially projected to return in the middle of September, but he explained that blood clots formed and forced him to go on blood thinners. That, he said, prevented him from having physical contact for three to six months. Newstime 753 will have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Looks like there's some activity happening with a couple of um, crashes. Excuse me. Crashes on our turnpike northbound this morning. Uh, We have one in Port St. Lucie at mile marker 150. A uh, crash right there on the turnpike. And uh, very close to that one. Let me see if this is multiple. Hold tight. As I bring this up from the Florida Highway Patrol, 
it looks like I am looking at uh, one accident. Make that. So one accident. This is on the turnpike northbound at mile marker 150. And oh, no, there is another one coming up. There is another accident on the turnpike northbound, also at mile marker 145. So uh, two vehicle crashes on our turnpike in the Port St. Lucie, headed northbound, two crashes in a vicinity of five miles within one another. Um, Not any roadblock from that now, but, you know, just look for that activity, kind of slow down, give yourself some extra time if you're heading up that way. That's your latest look at traffic. We have 77 partly cloudy in Palm City and in Ellsworth, Maine at 66. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s, scattered showers and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Three three eight zero. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa and Steward today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great.
great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station. Five days left. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News, and a bipartisan group of Congress members is asking President Biden to reconsider sticking with the August 31st deadline for evacuations in Afghanistan and the withdrawal of American troops. The White House says more than 101,000 people have been evacuated since the end of July. Vice President Harris in Hanoi, Vietnam. Each day and night, we continue to evacuate thousands of people, understanding that it is, um, it is risky. Fox confirms intelligence of a planned attack at the airport in Kabul, Afghanistan. Americans are told to stay away from there for now. The Mexican government has not said whether it will cooperate with the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that the Biden administration must reinstate former President Trump's policy for asylum seekers, forcing them to wait in Mexico. The court Tuesday upheld a lower court ruling based on a lawsuit filed by the states of Missouri and Texas. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton tells Fox. This idea that you have to stay in Mexico and wait for your asylum hearing is a really good idea, especially when only about 14% of these people qualify. So it, it was greatly successful under the Trump administration. We're hoping that reinstituting it will really help along the border. Critics of the policy say it denies people the legal right to seek protection in the U.S. and forces them to wait in dangerous conditions. More kids are getting sick with COVID-19. A child younger than a year old is among the latest COVID deaths in Louisiana, which has had more than 12,000 confirmed total COVID deaths. Tennessee's state health commissioner now says children account for one-third of the state's COVID cases. Mississippi is reporting the death of a child younger than five as law enforcement officials investigate threats to that state's top health official who has been imploring people for months to be vaccinated against COVID. New Mexico health officials warned that state is about a week away from having to ration medical care as cases rise there. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. An Israeli study finds Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine slightly increases the risk of heart inflammation and myocarditis, but the COVID-19 infection is more likely to cause that than the vaccine. America's listening to Fox News. According to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos' space exploration company has another flight scheduled this morning. 
Liftoff set for 8.35 Central Time from West Texas. Today's launch of Blue Origin's suborbital rocket is the first for the company since Jeff Bezos and three other people briefly traveled into space on July 20th. The mission is crewless, but the spacecraft won't be empty. Representatives say the new Shepard rocket capsule combo will haul 18 commercial payloads and thousands of postcards submitted by kids through Blue Origin's nonprofit club for the future. New Shepard's exterior will be equipped with NASA's new experimental technology designed to improve landing accuracy on the moon and other cosmic surfaces. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. A fifth police officer arrested in Thailand accused of involvement in the death of a drug dealer killed in custody by officers demanding cash. Two other cops are missing, including a police colonel accused of getting rich through corruption. Rents are going back up in New York City. As New York City makes a comeback from COVID-19, so is its real estate market. According to online rental platform Zumper, the city's rents have overtaken San Francisco's as the most expensive in the nation. A one-bedroom on average will cost you about $2,810 a month. The pandemic initially devastated New York City's real estate market as city dwellers fled out of state or to the suburbs. Fox 5 New York's Briella Tomasetti. The FedEx Cup golf playoffs picked back up this morning in Maryland. Tony Finau snapped a five-year drought Monday when he came away with the playoff hole victory in the Northern Trust. Now entering today's BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club in Maryland, Finau knows the party's over. I'm in great position here in the FedEx Cup now to make a serious run at winning the FedEx Cup. So. My attention uh, needs to turn to that. 69 golfers will make up the field for this second event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Down Patrick Reed, who withdrew after revealing earlier this week that he's battling bilateral pneumonia. After this weekend at the BMW Championship, the field will be cut down to 30 for the finale in the Tour Championship. That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Chris Foster. Fox News. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with my Florida insurance broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with eXp Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, 
Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is hour number three for you and me. Hey! What are you trying to do? Well, uh, I'm trying to do a radio show here. I'm glad you like beer. I don't. I don't know what we're yelling about! I don't know what we're yelling about either. There's no need to yell on this program, although it is 8.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m., Bonnie, and we are off and running with our number three this morning. Yes, we are indeed, as um, you know, we're shifting gears and looking ahead to the weekend a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm um, hoping everybody has some great plans. Plans mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. I um, was doing a little bit of reading yesterday on my day off in my favorite uh, publication, we'll say. And you know what that is. Cosmo, right? That's right, Cosmo. Yes. And Cosmo says that there are some instances when you're better off either shutting up or telling a little white lie to your woman. Hmm. So there are certain instances. Or possibly risk spending the night on the couch. In the doghouse. Yes. So it's the top ten things that you should never say to your female partner. Okay? Female partner. Okay. Not male partner. Female partner. Mm -hmm. Coming in at number ten. That's not the way my ex did it. Oh, yeah, you should never, ever say that. If yeah. if your female significant other is in the kitchen making you dinner, do not say to her, that's not the way my ex did it. But, you know, you are together for so many years, and, you know, once in a while that sort of thing might come out. Mm-hmm. And then I would say to the female partner, you know, don't get so tensed up about it. Mm-hmm. So once in a while, you know, they might uh, call you by... Your the ex's name also Ooh, get that a little bit that's confused. That's not a good one. But it's human, you know. That's not a good one. It might though. happen. Uh, coming in at number nine, are you sure that the dress really shrunk? Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you sure the dress really shrunk? Coming in at number eight, what's the big deal? You have another birthday next year. Oh, that's the wrong the wrong thing to say now. Right? You, she wants to go out to that fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. Don't say what's the big deal. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just break out that mm-hmm. pocketbook, that credit card, and, and bring her out on that occasion. Here's another one. Come on. A few little cramps never hurt anybody. A few little cramps. Think about that one. Let oh, that yeah. resonate oh, for a minute. Okay. The monthly friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The monthly friend. Coming in at number six, any story about your private life? Coming in at number five, you don't need another pair of shoes, do you? Uh, <laughs> you never in, have too many shoes, right? so coming don't in say at that four, to the lady. Would have, could have, should have. Coming in at number three, anything related to marriage or children? Coming in at number two, I would have invited you, but... You're no fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. You probably won't. Um, she probably won't come with you then on that second invite. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number one, uh, man, you look so much like your mother. <laughs> I would never say that. I would, uh, I know, would never that say that. That might be, to some people, that might not be insulting. Yeah. That would, to me, that would be a nice uh, gesture, I'd a nice careful. thing to say. I, I would tread lightly on that you one. You think so? Yeah, I don't I, know. That's just me. Um, hi, good morning. You're on the air. 
after 30 years, I have to tread lightly with just opening my mouth around my wife. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wow, good morning and good afternoon across the pond to our awesome friend, Mark Hales from the United, in the United Kingdom area, right, Mark? Yeah, in the southeast of England. The, the Garden of England, it's Kent. We call it the Garden of England. Wow. Just yeah. think, he's on the southeast of England, and we're in the southeast of Florida. Yeah. We have, um, we, are we have we, something in we're, common. We're in commoners. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're even more in common because my mum has just moved to a small bungalow, which is very much like a, a, a Floridian house, uh-huh. single level. And uh, that's down by the coast as well. So she's on the coast. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're getting closer in um, in spirit, if nothing else. That's wow. really nice. And when you say the coast, what's the waterway that you're talking about with the coast, Mark? Okay, she will be. If she, if she looks left, she can see the North Sea. And if she looks right, it's the English Channel. I thought that would be the South Sea. Since the North is to the left, the South would be to the right. Wow. Yeah, sort of. I mean, we're an island nation. So oh, that's right. It, I forgot. It, yeah, you got to remember that we, we could stand anywhere and anywhere could be anywhere. But no, it's, um, it's, it's getting more and more like Florida in my family than ever. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, 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 my, that's my take on it. Can you give us a uh, an update for our listeners uh, across the pond? What uh, what's the situation over where you are uh, pertaining to COVID and everything? What are some of the the rules and regs that you guys have to go by over there? Okay, well, uh, rules and regulations are by and far and large now gone uh, government wise. Right uh, now, now we have recommendations, so mm-hmm. there are no restrictions on doing anything, but. Um, if, uh, for instance, you're on public transport, uh, it's now a term and condition of the ticket that you buy that you wear a face covering. Okay. So although the government has told you don't have to wear face coverings anymore, um, it, it is a requirement under certain ticketing, that sort of thing. Mark, uh, likewise, yeah. um, you'll see a lot of people still going to supermarkets and other crowded public places. They will still wear masks. But by and, by and large, you, uh, the, the, this, this country is sort of, and, and including Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, because we're all considered uh, separate uh, with separate governments, and they've, all, they've always done the same thing now. Uh, England was the first, but the other three nations that make up Great Britain or the United Kingdom, they were um, they were just behind England. But uh, yeah, we're free to come and go. But um, there will be local, in inverted commas, uh, restrictions. Um, I think something like seventy five percent of the country has now been double jabbed, and about sixty five percent, sixty percent have been single jabbed. So those figures might be slightly higher now. Right. But there is some resistance from the young people to vaccinations, uh, based on conspiracy theories and, you know, personal personal worries about um various, you know, drugs in the system. Mm-hmm. And of course we've also now been told that after six months the effectiveness of the vaccination is reduced to about eighty percent. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, it is what it is. We've got to live with it. We've got to accept it. And I think um, as a nation, we've pulled together fairly well. And, and you know, and it is what it is. We, we, we can't do any more. We can't do any less. 
I think this winter we're, we're most likely going to get a spike, and I think uh, rather than us have lockdowns, etc., there will be recommendations that are enhanced. Yeah. Is the best way to to, to uh, describe it. Mark, what's happening in your schools over there? Any rivalry with like? Uh... Should they wear a mask? Or are they required um, once to wear? Again, that's down. That's down to local authorities mm-hmm. and local jurisdictions would be the best way to explain it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think uh, the schools, um, you know, the, the, the recommendation is to wear a face covering. Once again, you've got yeah. young people mm-hmm. crowded together, and the teachers. Obviously, you know, if anyone's going to catch it from the youngsters, it's going yeah. to be the teachers. Has there been a big uh, spike over there uh, where where you are as, as what's going on over here? I wouldn't say it's here? a big spike. Right. I wouldn't say it's a big spike, but there's definitely in areas there are increases. Right. You know, it is regional um, based on population densities, that uh-huh. sort of thing. And obviously um, there's a, you know, a, a mindset amongst certain people, you know, uh, that you know, this isn't dangerous, this is just like the flu, yeah. just get on with it, catch it, you'll be all right. I mean, I've got a work colleague that sits literally 10 feet away from me. They were due to go to Greece on Friday on a holiday, mm-hmm. and um, that was cancelled on the Thursday evening because right. she's got COVID, Oi. and um, you know her husband's had it, her, her children haven't got it as far as I know, but there was a crowd of nine of them, and they've had to postpone this holiday to and well, it was a Greek island yeah. uh, until October. So, you know, it's still happening very, very close to home, but it, it's not a worry for me. Now, what about the var- the variant um, that, that's been going on? Is, is that yeah, taking still, a big we're effect? We're still on the Indian stroke Delta variant, as far as I'm aware. I think that's the predominant one right. and probably the only one. I would imagine by next year there will be a new variant, but... You know, they'll just modify the vaccination for it. Right, right, right. Do you know anybody in your circle, Mark, who has actually died from this, when, from when this whole thing... No, not not died, but in the very beginning, in uh, March of... Um, excuse that noise. Yeah, nearby. like on, I, on my, cue, my... <laughs> that noise comes when you ask him that question. Yeah. That was like yeah, on right, cue. No, I, my, my building that I'm in today is next door to one of the right. biggest police stations in the country. But um, what, what was the question? You, you, it, I threw myself there. What was the question, Bonnie? Sorry. If you know anybody firsthand uh, that died no, from not, it. No, not died, but right in the beginning, in March of last year, my nephew, who was 27 at the time, um, he caught it, and he caught it from his manager who had been to Italy skiing, and um, he was in hospital for five days wow. on oxygen. Uh, wow. That was the closest we come to realising how serious it was. Mm-hmm. Now, there, he does have underlying health issues with his heart, etc., mm-hmm. and um, he, he, he caught it, and, you know, you'd think he was young, you know, it's not going to be a problem, but out of everyone that I know that has had it, mm-hmm. yeah, he suffered the most and was hospitalized. But no, I don't know directly wow. anyone who died. Now, which jab are they uh, giving over there in England? Are they doing the Pfizer and the Moderna and Johnson? Which ones? Yeah, I, I'm not too sure about the Johnson, but definitely the Pfizer. And the one I had was the AstraZeneca. 
and um, I'm not too sure. Tell about me about AstraZeneca because we don't have AstraZeneca here. We have we have Moderna, we have Pfizer, and we have the one shot, the Johnson. Mm-hmm. The Johnson, yeah. I'm not too sure about the Johnson, but the AstraZeneca and Pfizer are probably the two major ones wow. here, followed by Moderna. But I, I couldn't answer you on the okay. uh, Johnson. Is AstraZeneca a one-shot, or is that a two-shot? Two-shot. Two-shot separated by 12 weeks. I wonder why we haven't had that over here yet, Bonnie. I know. I I think I've heard of it, but I I just Um, haven't heard of it here. I think the problem with the AstraZeneca, there was an issue with possible blood clotting in young people. Mm. And so it's quite possible that the United States decided we've got enough homegrown. We don't need... um, We don't need, you know, the added risk, but... I, I once again, I don't know anyone who has had a problem with any of the uh, vaccinations. Gotcha, gotcha. They wanted to come up with a uh, more uh, like a natural. They're calling it a plant-based one here, and I think it's originating in West Palm Beach, where it contains tobacco in it. Well, do you know what? It was quite interesting that right at the beginning of all of this, um, it turned out that a lot of smokers weren't weren't falling ill. And they did say, we don't want everyone to take up smoking. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe right. there's something in that. But, I don't know. You, wow. know. you know, Mark, I wondered that when I heard it, too, because I, too, have heard that before, that less of the smokers were falling ill to it, if that was a fact, a known fact. But, yeah, then I when they know. said they yeah, were I making... I don't know if that was fact, fact. Yeah. But there, it was definitely one of the... I think in the early days, they were clutching at straws. Wow. It, it was anything and everything, you know. Let's find out. Let's take a demographic, you know, uh, and work out who's catching it, who isn't, why they're catching it, why they're not, and et cetera, et cetera. And I think that was just uh, one of those anomalies. I don't know, but uh, I don't smoke, so... But why uh, not put tobacco? Why not put tobacco in the vaccine if it works? If it works, well, you know, there's, um, yeah, there, I'm sure there are plenty of chemicals in tobacco that haven't been um, explored. I know uh, uh, my my next door neighbour had a um, a silver birch tree, and um, I used to tap the silver birch in the spring to take off a few gallons of um, birch sap. and uh, make wine from it. But I found out as well that that birch sap has been known to have cancer healing properties within it. Wow. So, you know, there are many uh, plant-based products that you don't know until the scientists actually chemically disassemble it. You don't know what's in there and what it's capable of doing. Personally, tobacco is not high on my list, but... um, but uh, birch sap apparently is, especially when turned into wine. Now you got me craving that birch sap wine this morning. <laughs> Let's have a glass. Let's pour a glass, Evan. <laughs> really? Wow. And, and, and before I leave, Bonnie, um, uh, uh, Evan yeah. alluded to, to the fact I should ask you this question. When you read the news, you clap your hands. Did you know that? You do? Now, why no, is you this? Do. No, you do. You do. He said you that do, you clap Bonnie. your hands. I do. He said when you read the news, you clap your hands. Oh, I'm, are you sure I'm not, um, like, uh, maybe you're mistaking it for me, like, moving papers. No, no, there's definitely no papers. What it is, it's almost like an, an emphasis. <laughs> but because well, you're she on puts radio, emphasis. people don't see it. Oh, because I yeah. watch you like a stalker. <laughs> I know it's 
Don't I? Don't. I love people watching. Bonnie <laughs> and Evan, I love people watching. I mean, I quite often watch That's Evan um, eating yogurt. Do you think I look oh sexy my. in my dad's flannel this morning, too? <laughs> yeah, that's a big old shirt. <laughs> it's dad's flannel. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people, if this is true, though, a lot of people can, they do, they talk with their hands. Like right with now, hands, I'm, I'm yeah. talking with my hands. You're right. Like I'm going mm-hmm. like this. Gotcha. Now, if I were to sit on my hands, I could not make three hours without without, without sitting on my hands. The hands yeah, out. I have to have yeah. my hands out. Like you got to have Fantastic. those. Yeah. I, I tend to agree, but it was just an observation this morning, and of course in the chat that everyone isn't privy to um, yeah. while while listening to your show. I just I posed that question just because it was one of those things I just noticed. Well, yeah, Bonnie's almost she's close to the microphone, but I can't hear it. But she's um, softly clapping hands together. That's right. She's um, emphasizing the news. <laughs> but now, but now, but now, I've made you very conscious of it, Bonnie. <laughs> and, and just before our news, yeah, exactly, up. <laughs> exactly. There you go. I'm going to run back to my laptop now and watch. All right, Mark. Listen, thanks for checking in from England. You know, you're always welcome to call the show anytime. And it was a great pleasure to speak as always. Always thank a you pleasure. Very much. All right, take care. It's time for the Precious Metals Report, brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at seventeen hundred eighty-eight dollars fifty cents an ounce. Silver opening up at. Uh, uh, $23.72 an ounce. That's Precious Metal Support. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location, at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard, we invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Six twenty-five news time. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A state education leader, a doctor who downplays many COVID nineteen precautions, and a couple of parents were among those testifying Wednesday in support of Governor Ron DeSantis's ban on mandatory school mask policies, now defied by ten Florida counties which have enacted them. A three-day trial before Leon County Circuit Judge John Cooper that stems from a lawsuit challenging DeSantis. Santos's order banding mandatory school masks was nearing its conclusion. Parents from a half dozen Florida counties suing the governor say, says his ban violates the state constitution, which not only requires a safe public school system, but also gives school boards the power to operate, control, and supervise schools within their districts. The lawsuit by parents from Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, Hillsborough, Pinellas, and Alachua counties argues that DeSantis wrongfully assumes that state authorities can better determine the local health risks and educational needs of students and teachers. The influx of COVID-19 patients has put a major strain on hospitals throughout Florida. 
But what about people who need to go to the emergency room who don't have the virus? WPTV's Ryan Hughes reports. But it's not reality until you actually experience it yourself. Jackie Robinson recounting a recent visit to the emergency room as coronavirus cases continue to surge in South Florida. I walked in there and I literally saw people carrying in COVID patients that were wailing and screaming in pain and agony. Last week, Jackie says she was having a bad reaction to chemo, so she packed a go bag and went to Jupiter Medical Center. The 51-year-old is battling melanoma, and she says the cancer has spread since the beginning of the pandemic when elective surgeries were canceled and she was forced to wait. As a result, when I finally got to the hospital, I had 22 lymph nodes removed that were golf ball size full of melanoma cancer, which took me to stage from stage one to stage four. Jackie has been receiving care and treatment here for months, but says she only recently realized what doctors and nurses are going through after having to wait in the emergency room. I watched these doctors and nurses push through and keep going. Doctors stress the majority of COVID patients admitted are unvaccinated. And after recently losing friends to the virus, Jackie is making a plea, hoping to change someone's mind. Please go get your vaccine. Help our doctors. They're tired. And then think about the impact that you're having on others. Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. A COVID reminder, even if you don't feel sick, you could still spread the virus. Fully vaccinated people who do get COVID but have no symptoms can still infect other people. The data also shows very clearly that people who have the Delta variant continue to shed enough virus to infect other people for as much as 18 days after their initial positive. FIU's Dr. Eileen Marty believes the best protection to prevent the spread is through masking, social distancing and good hygiene practices. She says research also shows even those younger than three can spread the disease to the susceptible. Eric Rodriguez, Miami. Well, lastly, a Wellington man became one of Palm Beach County's newest millionaires this week. The Florida Lottery said Wednesday that Gilberto Rodriguez claimed the $1.75 million Florida Lotto jackpot from a drawing held on July 24. Rodriguez chose to receive his winnings as a one-time lump sum payment of $1.37 million. Lottery officials said Rodriguez purchased the winning quick pick ticket from a Publix in Royal Palm Beach. The retailer will receive a bonus commission of $20,000 for selling that winning ticket. Serena Williams added herself to the list of big-name withdrawals from the U.S. Open on Wednesday, pulling out of the year's last Grand Slam tournament because of a torn hamstring. Williams hasn't completed competed rather since injuring her right leg in the first set of her first round match at Wimbledon in late June. News time at 829 with weather and traffic together coming up. A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9, here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU.
8.30 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we reported earlier the two accidents together on the turnpike. There were two in that five-mile vicinity. It looks like those accidents have cleared up. So a northbound on the turnpike in Stewart and Port St. Lucie, that's looking clear in southbound direction as well. Oh, just keep in mind there's a prescribed burn going on in Hope Sound on uh, I-95 area right around mile marker 90. So use caution uh, during that prescribed burn going on. There's your latest look at traffic. 76 partly cloudy skies in Port St. Lucie in Sayulita, Mexico, a partly cloudy 80. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s, scattered showers and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lott Insurance Services, 468-1009. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 a.m. radio. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great.
gray didn't look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 834 right now is the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for the Space Report. Without further ado, here's the man with the plan, Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it appears that Russia is getting ready to fly two more space tourists into orbit before the end of the year. They make the announcement as to who that will be. During the Astrological Congress in the United Arab Emirates in October, the United States stands on the verge of purchasing another seat on a Soyuz rocket just in case we have any problems with our vehicles. And by having this vehicle ready for the spring of 2022, NASA will have the opportunity to fly on Soyuz and possibly have an exchange of astronauts flying on U.S. vehicles. You may recall that there was a spacewalk that has been postponed several days from the International Space Station. And the reason for that postponement is a pinched nerve in the neck of Mark Vanderhee. Vanderhee had a slight pinched nerve, which is being worked out now, and he believes that they'll be able to have their spacewalk in the next several days if they can find the time on the International Space Station. We also know that Western Australia is waiting with bated breath for the launch of the next SpaceX Dragon vehicle. The SpaceX Dragon vehicle yesterday underwent a static firing to show that it is ready to fly to the International Space Station. The static firing was highly successful, and now, if the weather cooperates, it will launch at 3.37 a.m. on Saturday. It'll end a drought of SpaceX flying to the International Space Station of about two months. But now, if the weather gods hold up and there's a 60% chance of favorable weather, then they will be able to launch this vehicle to the space station. Again, that's going to be at 3.37 a.m. on Saturday. The astronauts on board the station have a specific diet that they follow, and they had test tasting before they left Earth. Currently, a lot of the astronauts crave certain things, like fresh fruit, for example, on the station, which is one of the things that will be carried in the Dragon vehicle that's coming up there. They also like to have things like oatmeal. They like cherries, raisins, apples. So the astronauts will be getting a lot of those food supplies in addition to what's already on board the International Space Station. AstroScale, an up-and-coming space company, 
plans to test the first technologies for a capture and removal of objects in orbit by releasing and then recapturing a small satellite. This was announced during a space symposium, and they intend to carry it into the future. Japan is also working on a similar device that would allow us to deorbit some of that space junk that has been around for more than 40 years. One of the big pacing items, if you can believe it or not, is liquid oxygen. Yep, you heard me right. Liquid oxygen. And the reason for liquid oxygen shortage is because of COVID. There's a widespread shortage of liquid oxygen that is linked to the latest wave of the corona pandemic. SpaceX said they're finding it increasingly difficult to get liquid oxygen because that is a key component in respirators that are used in hospitals. So as the virus continues to wreak havoc on most people, it also wreaks havoc for companies as well as space. NASA's administrator, Bill Nelson, has been invited to Russia, along with Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Richard Branson, for the launch of a Soyuz vehicle carrying an actress into space before the end of this year. Whether or not they will attend, it remains to be seen. Bill Nelson is also occupied in figuring out how long the International Space Station will remain in operation, as well as a potential emerging threat from China in the space race. China, in the last couple of days, has launched two satellites, both of them having military applications. Blue Origin is potentially going to fly this afternoon with its next New Shepard vehicle. In this case, the vehicle will carry scientific experiments as opposed to individuals going into orbit. The next batch of OneWeb spacecrafts has arrived at the Vajny Space Center in eastern Russia. It'll be launched on a Soyuz 21B vehicle on September 14th, but the satellites are being readied for that particular flight. Paralympics. Yep, the astronauts on board the International Space Station are saluting the Tokyo Paralympic Games. Part of that was that they put a bunch of tubes together to form a flame, if you will, for the ceremony. As you know, they will not burn anything in space, but they put it together as a symbol. The astronauts also will be participating in the games that will take place. And how are they participating? Well, the astronauts will be doing, ready for this, in a video that has gone viral, they'll perform competitive routines in synchronized space swimming, complete with weightless tumbling and flipping. The crew members also will compete in individual events, including 
no floor gymnastics and a game of no hand ball, which requires them to pass a ping pong ball through the hatch only by blowing on it. In space, sharpshooting, the sportsman will try to hit a target with a rubber band. Kind of a neat way to have fun in space and also salute the Paralympics. The impact of United Launch Alliance having problems is going to create a lot of havoc for the company as well as the United States space efforts. In a leaked email, United Launch Alliance characterized the leadership of NASA as incompetent and unpredictable. There'll be repercussions, to say the least, from that. Tomorrow we'll tell you about whether or not they flew from Spaceport America and getting ready for another spacewalk. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's the Space Report with Randy Siegel. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. 8.43, it's news time. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals, please go see Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie at the news desk with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. President Joe Biden is continuing to defend the decision to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. Here's WPTV's Washington reporter Joe St. George with the story. We are currently on a pace to finish by August the 31st. President Biden continues to defend the decision to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. As of Wednesday morning, 82,000 plus people have been evacuated from Kabul over the last week and a half. But while President Biden remains confident in the rescue effort going on in Afghanistan, the American people are becoming more skeptical. For the first time in his presidency, more Americans disapprove of the president than approve of him. That's according to Real Clear Politics polling average, which calculates all the polling that's being conducted on the president. It's not just one individual poll. It's not just polls expressing skepticism. Members of Congress are expressing skepticism as well, which is why efforts to hold the Biden administration accountable for what's happened in Afghanistan will begin soon. We view this, as I said during the hearing, as the the beginning of vigorous oversight of what went wrong uh, in uh, our departure from Afghanistan. That was Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff, a Biden ally who leads the House Intelligence Committee earlier this week. Meanwhile, Chairman Gregory Meeks, another Democrat who leads the House Foreign Affairs Committee, has already said he wants the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Secretary of State Antony Blinken to testify soon in a public hearing. It is imperative that the administration provide the American people and Congress transparency about its Afghanistan strategy, he wrote in a letter. Meanwhile, some Republicans are vowing a lengthy investigation if they take back control of the House next year, especially since billions of American taxpayer dollars were spent training Afghan troops to fight the Taliban. Republican Congresswoman Claudia Tenney of New York tweeting, is it too soon for us to start discussing an Afghanistan select committee? The reality is while President Biden will not be testifying under oath because of the laws that stop him from doing so, his top advisors will be soon. Congress's scrutiny of President Biden's orders in Afghanistan could begin this fall and potentially last year's. In Washington, I'm Joe St. George. 
a hearing in the lawsuit by parents challenging Governor Ron DeSantis's ban on student mask mandates continues for a fourth day today with closing arguments. Leon County Circus Judge John Cooper said he expects to rule in the case tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, DeSantis is again saying that the school districts requiring students to mask up are breaking the law. They're overriding what the parents' judgment is on this. There are parents who have kids who have already recovered from COVID over the summer, who have immunity. That's been absolutely demonstrated. And these school districts are saying, no, you have to wear a mask even if your parent doesn't want that. The governor speaking at the opening of the latest monoclonal antibody treatment center in the villages. The mayor of Tampa says she will require city employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine. September 30th is the date that we are looking at to have all of our city employees, our personnel, safely vaccinated against COVID-19. Mayor Jane Castor says she's working out exemptions for those who have medical issues or already have antibodies. Delta Airlines will charge employees on the company health plan $200 a month if they fail to get vaccinated against COVID-19, a policy the airline's top executive says is necessary because the average hospital stay for the virus costs the airline $50,000. CEO Ed Bastian said that all employees who have been hospitalized for the virus in weekend, recent weeks were not fully vaccinated. The airline said Wednesday that on September 30, it also will stop extending pay protection to unvaccinated workers to contract COVID-19 and will require unvaccinated workers to be tested weekly beginning September 12, although Delta will cover the cost. Employees will have to wear masks in all indoor company settings. And lastly, musicians are mourning the death of Charlie Watts, the drummer who provided the backbone of the Rolling Stones songs for more than half a century. Watts died Tuesday, age 80, and Paul McCartney reacted in a video on his Twitter account. He's a lovely guy, and I knew he was ill, but I didn't know he was this ill. McCartney said. Ringo Starr shared a photo of him and Watts together writing hashtag God bless Charlie Watts. We're going to miss you man. Peace and love to the family. And Elton John remembered Watts as the most stylish of men and such brilliant company. LSU, they became the first school in the Southeastern Conference to mandate that all fans 12 and older who want to come to a home game must provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 PCR test within 72 hours of their gates opening. News time is at 849. We'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, 
This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, keep in mind there's a prescribed burn going on this morning in the Hope Sound area. So right around I-95 at mile marker 90 is where you're going to uh, get into that smoky area. Use some caution there this morning. Otherwise, we're not finding any accidents looking good in St. Lucie County and Martin County on the roads. There's your latest look at traffic. It's partly cloudy and 78 here in Stewart. It's raining again in Port St. Lucie at 76. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 70s. Scattered showers and some storms possible for the morning commute. Some of those storms could produce locally heavy downpours and lightning. Rain is expected to clear throughout the late morning hours, but clouds lingering throughout the day. Highs in the low 90s. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms possible through the early evening hours, staying hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. For the weekend, rain chances about 40 to 50 percent. Saturday, the wetter of the two days with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Three three eight zero. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. The IRC Pioneer sip off the first of 41 Pioneer broadcast November 1st against Palm Beach State at 5.30 on both WPSL and WSTU. The best classic features Tallahassee and IRC Friday, November 5th at 7.30 and Daytona State Saturday, November 6th at 4. Miami Heat and Orlando Magic also tip off in November. 2022 IRC Heat and Magic are brought to you by Indian River State College Athletic Department. Las Breezes Mexican Restaurant in Fort Pierce. Nice Air. Hoskins Circle Lloyd & Lloyd. St. Lucie Draft House. Seacoast Air Conditioning. Florida Blue, Max Ducky, Stewart Elder Law Attorney, and Simmons of Stewart. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. 
Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Get ready for the Apple TV spinoff for dog lovers. Well, when I was three years old, I got attacked by our neighbor's dog. Ted Lassie. I do remember being afraid of dogs while growing up. What is it, girl? There's an American football coach in England, and he's coaching soccer? Ted Lassie. Those things come to our lives. Help us get from one place to a better one. Coming soon to Apple TV. Feeding them, taking them on walks, playing fetch, all that fun stuff. There's a man who's always doing yard work. Just to prove he's not afraid of hard work. Oh, he's pulling up the weeds that reach above his knees. Odds are he'll be itching by the morning. Poison, I'm a man. Poison, I'm a man. Although he's a nice guy, don't ever shake his hand. Linda Salisbury would love that parody. Yeah, she would. She would like that one. I think she would be dancing. Now, you know the original song from that, right? Secret Agent Man. Yeah, Secret Agent Man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. I like that that one. Was that Johnny Rivers? I'm not sure. I don't know who did that one. Same guy that did uh, Welcome Back Baby to the Poor Side of Town. I'm pretty sure Johnny Rivers on that. Is it? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not too good on the artists. You'll have to... uh, you're usually pretty good on stuff like that. You're the music guru. From working at an oldie station. Yeah, yeah. definitely so. Back in the day. Definitely so. Uh, so, wow. So, we're um, we're just about done and out of here. And then, uh, you know, 21 more hours. And, of course, we come back and we do it all over again. But it's been a, a good three hours uh, this morning. It just went by like that yeah. fast. Remember I had that amazing story, too, uh, the day before yesterday about the girl with the bumblebee. She saved a little bumblebee. Yes. And then it was following it her, her all around. Yes, I remember that one. Well, you know, with saving the bees, there's another really cool thing going on with this guy in Canada. Mm-hmm. His name is Zach Chaboter mm-hmm. set a world record rollerblading over 6,200 miles from British Columbia to Newfoundland. Oh, wow. And he's doing it all to raise awareness for saving the bees. Wow, very nice. So he's rollerblading, and his charity is called Blading for Bees. Very nice. I love it. Excellent, excellent. Good morning. You're on the air. I could never rollerblade. Well, you could never do anything. That's besides no, I, the point. I, would, I, I tried it a few times. I'm surprised I didn't break an arm. You're, help, you're helpless. That's what everybody says. Yeah. Aww. Well, yeah, that's what I've been told. Yeah, yeah this absolutely. Is, this is true. Aww. This is true, yes. No. I'm, well, I'm throwing... on the way to Fredo's uh, party for Bentley. Oh, you're on the way to the birthday party. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the way. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You're going to re- <laughs> you're gonna have to report back tomorrow 
and um, let us know because I understand there's there's some people there that we know, especially somebody that's very near and dear to me. Like, yeah, my, I heard that. I heard Rachel's at the party. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Why is my wife at Fredo's party? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think she uh, she she snuckily got over there. Didn't realize Fredo was on the phone. I'm going to have to call her job to see if she's at work because, or actually, <laughs> I, I can actually track. Wait, hold on. Let me open up my tracking device and see where the vehicle is. <laughs> I do. We we can find see where each each other is. Oh yeah. You what, can... what do you what do you have, Rachel Chip? Yeah, I have Rachel Chip. Oh that. wow. No, she's not at work. Oh oh. Oh my. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah, the wife is not at work. Okay, so yeah, that's not good. Oh, Phil, when yeah. you get to the party, you can drink the Natty Ice for me. Yeah. I'm not going to make it to the party this oh, year. you're not going to make it? Okay. No, so please uh, please drink the Natty <laughs> Ice for Bonnie. I drink scotch and carrot juice. All right, there All you right. go. I get All right. drunk, but I see good. All right, Phil, have a great day, and we'll talk to you. <laughs> bye. All right, bye-bye. That's a wrap for us, folks. Uh, We are completely done like burnt toast. We're out of here for about 21 hours, and we'll be back sometime tomorrow. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yep. Take care on a Thursday. Drive safely through the rain, too, this morning. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.